I can't fart. I can't fart. I can't fart. I can't fart. No! chat window of all of the no people talking and yep <laughs> yeah baby Saribot joined though Saribot's got our back hey if nobody else got our back Saribot 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 <laughs> gonna be here every time listening to our dumb nonsense there's psychic heist oh, psychic heist there you go yeah this art works really powerful for this episode it's real good <laughs> mm-hmm the uh, vampire survivors cover and uh, the next uh, the cover for next uh next month's episode is going to be uh pretty pretty good too it's another good video game spoof good yeah i have a fat thing of blueberries right in front of me right oh now. nice they're nice treating me, they're treating me real good speaking of dieting much, yeah i'm pretty much getting like well it's like it's not dieting because it's just i'm getting the stuff that i want to eat mm -hmm. every single week and mm -hmm. that stuff is grapes and blueberries and apples and bananas those are all really good at keeping and your poops delicious. regular just saying. Um, well, not that good, apparently, but... Oh, no. John, talk about it. Like, what? Are you constipated, John? No, 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 no. Definitely not that. Okay. Okay, okay. Let's stop that now. I had, like, poop <laughs> stuff as, like, part of my brand for years, oh, and, I, and I, I made a conscious effort to stop that. So let's not, let's not go down that rabbit hole again. It, it was a good, it was that a good arc, though. It was a good arc. It was a good arc. Uh, we got a lot I, of good material out of that. Mm -hmm. We did uh, oh, so many. You can just go back, like episode four, episode seven. Go back there. It's prime <laughs> butt problems material. I de-emphasize de the butt problem stuff, de-emphasize Vor, just like completely reinvented. Yeah, just completely reinvent everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. And people That's always funny. latch on. It's like when you say, it's like when you're a kid, right? And you say, mm -hmm. and you say to your parents, oh, yeah, I, I like Powerpuff Girls. I think they're funny and cute. That's cool. And then for the next seven years, that's all <laughs> anybody ever gets you because they never bother uh, to, like, update your thoughts. I mean, I'm literally 22 years old and receiving more Powerpuff Girls oh um, merchandise. And it's just like, at some point, you have to be like, look, guys, this show was 1997. We are five years out of me saying that one time. I like Powerpuff Girls. And don't get me wrong, I still don't think it's bad, but we can probably pull back on this stuff because people have been giving me this merchandise for five years. I <laughs> I had to throw out a whole bin oh, of, of, of Powerpuff Girls shit like in 2003 or 2004 just because it's like, why? Come on, people, please update a little bit. Please, please. There's another friend who's a sweetheart. Doesn't really care about any of the games that I play, uh, but we mm -hmm. always get stuff for Christmas for each other. And 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 anything anything he gets me, he just gets me because there's anime on it. 
<laughs> That's very mm-hmm. good. And that worked out really well exactly once. Uh, because oh. because this person got me nine hours, nine persons, nine doors on DS. Oh, wow. So, like, the one time that it worked, but every other time it's just been like, dude, I'd, okay, I guess this is some Naruto thing what, now. Do you re- Oh, Naruto. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was some bad... I, I'm trying to think of this. There was a really boring DS RPG that just had anime characters on. I can't remember what it was now. It's just the most generic shit it's I'd ever played. <laughs> Lunar Dragon Song. Nah, that was just offensive. <laughs> I can remember that game because it was offensively terrible. Um, anime DS RPG. There you go. Maybe Get me Alan's or Junior Turbo Racing themed gifts every year. What the hell is Cross of Venus? I've never seen or heard of this before in my entire life. Yeah. I just Googled anime JRPG. And I'm not and trying to sound, I'm not trying to sound in any way. Ungrateful. Ungrateful. Because my friend, no, like, it's just the joke now. Like, this became yeah. the joke literally three years into our relationship. And it's just like, when he literally said, I just got it for you because it has anime people on it. It's like, okay, <laughs> that's what, that's our dynamic. Um, the one time that he did purposefully get me something, uh, it was something that he knew that I would hate. And he got me, he got me all eight volumes of Tenchi in Tokyo on DVD. (laughs) So the one time that, that he got it right, you know, like, that was just like, you know, I very purposefully bought you this anime thing. And this, yeah, okay, you're an asset. Thanks. Thanks, pal. That's very funny. I got him old lady lesbian porn. <laughs> but I packaged it in good kind of lesbian porn. So 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 I grabbed two packages and like grabbed it, you know, and I'm just kind of like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And thankfully, like the DVD was one of those cheapies where like it didn't have cover, like it didn't have oh cover. Oh my god! Yeah, like the top of the disc is just clear, so it's just one of those cheap ass jobbies where there's like, oh yeah, like they put this out for nothing. So yeah. So- did they ever watch I it hear, and say something? I, I hear about it like three months later. What the fuck did oh, you do to me? Oh, <laughs> what the fuck funny. did you give me? It was like, oh, I was weird funny. enough that you gave me porn. It's that when I went to actually go watch it, motherfucker. <laughs> and did you, did you keep the real one? Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was, a, it was a Viv Thomas joint. I can't remember which one it was, though. Viv Thomas was a pretty good director of lesbian porn back in the mid to late uh, 2000s. Um, got a few of his are, flicks. They're pretty good. Um, these are good. It is. These are some choice wiki dives, like mid podcast wiki dives, I think. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, where, like, where else? What other podcast are you going to listen to where you're just going to, yeah. you'd have to do a, you're going to have to do a pause and look up Viv Thomas, who is a dude, a by the way. Website. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one RPG, John, Cross of Venus. Did you notice the box art being a bunch of characters from other properties? No, I didn't. I mean, you got Index, Kino. I think that's uh, Taiga from Toradora. You oh, got is, it, is it one of those crossover strategy RPGs? Yeah. Like, like I those... think there's a reason why it has the Japanese rating logo, because it did yeah. not get localized. Yeah. Those, yeah. those rarely ever got released. There were a few. I know there was like a Capcom one that had a bunch of Namco characters in it that got run over. Yeah, it was weird. Mm. Fucking crazy, man. The things they can put out on video game consoles, you don't think they should be allowed to do it sometimes, but they get away with it all the time. Viv Thomas presents a DS RPG. Yeah! There you go. 
There you go. Let's do that. Let's do that. Specializes in lesbian pornography as well as foot fetish videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ran into that every once in a while. Didn't realize that until about halfway through a flick one time. And it was, oh, okay, you do this too. And you're, oh, you're very detailed with it too. Gotcha. Okay, okay. I see where you're going. I see what we're doing here. Welcome to SoxCast, episode 161. <laughs> I'm your good pal, Polly, and we have fun here on this little show here. that we bring to you, uh, I guess, like once a month now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but hey, that means that the next time we're together, which will probably be like the 13th or so of next month, uh, mm. the next time we're together, we're going to be talking about, uh, hey, we're going to need game of the year lists. So It's true. We're getting yeah. up there. We're getting there. I will be putting a notice on the website on November 1st. That is when I will be starting to make the call for Game of the Year lists. And uh, yeah, yeah, this is the last this is the last episode where I will not be mentioning Game of the Year. But I guess that's not true at all since I we're mentioning it right now. Yeah, but we're not taking entries right now. Well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, if you want to send it, by all means. But I think like mid-October, maybe a little early. Yeah. Yeah, all right, true. What if you play another game? Exactly. What if you play another game? God, I played too many good games, and uh, I I, I played too many good games around Christmas. That always happens. That's my vacations. I'm just like yeah, yeah, like when yeah, that's that's I get a lot of game playing done. I find at the end of the (laughs) year and going into New Year, and then just a dramatic dip come mid January. (laughs) <laughs> That's how it happened for me this year. Like I had a real good start to the year. I look back at my I, my games played list, mm-hmm. and it's like Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, mm-hmm. uh, Udongin X, um, Transaruby. I got into oh, Faerun. Um, there you go. And then like February happens. Well, we're, here's... That was my February. My January, I had some bangers, and then February, I played almost nothing. I think I did. I, I went on kind of a. I replayed Doom on Ultraviolence, and then oh, I was like, yeah. just watched movies. Yeah. Remember when we watched movies? Those were the days. Oh, God. I was finishing Final Fantasy IX. Oh, oh, oh. oh God. Everybody, everybody <laughs> just collectively shudders at the oh. thought. Oof. Oh. It's funny for me. Because I'm thinking, oh, January, Cold Steel 1. February, Cold Steel 2. Oh, that's it. I mean, somebody's living better than all of us. Hey, Rhett, my January was January 10th, January 15th, Umineko When They Cry Chapter 1. January oh, 20th, right. January 24th, Umineko Chapter 2. Oh, whatever happened to that? Who knows? Time Hollow! Time Hollow! Time Hollow! That's the DS game. Time Hollow? Time Hollow. Okay, I I just looked at it and I was like, yep, I know. Yeah, that was the game that somebody sent me that I just found utterly fucking boring. Even the the cover is like, it's anime, but it's certain style is just very bland. Yeah. They're kind of going for that, like, if you look at it, like, if you go look at, like, the first Trails in the Sky games and that era of East games, they're kind of, got, it's got that kind of uh, shading to it. Oh, my fucking God. I know why I know this. Why do you know this? Um, so I, I was looking, th- I was looking through the credits of Sweet Coden <laughs> trying to find oh, the no. oeuvre. 
Oh no. Um, so there's Yoshitaka Murayama. I knew I recognized Time Hollow. Mm-hmm. Yoshitaka Murayama did one, two, the VNs, and then helped on three. Mm-hmm. And then he did a PS2 game producer, writer, director called 10,000 Bullets, which I've never heard a single person talk about. And then he wrote the scenario for The Alliance Alive. And mm-hmm. then he did the Kickstarter. And then fucking nothing else. No. Um, 10,000 Bullets sounds the, like a video game that I would have been like, hey, I want to play that. And it probably was a re- it probably hit the ground with a resounding thud. It looks a little bit like Max Payne, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't know. It, it looked a little like Max Payne. I like um, Max Payne. I think those games were pretty yeah. good. I mean, maybe it's, who knows? How maybe, does it fit into the greater Murayama oeuvre? There you go. Hey, maybe no 10, way to know. Maybe 10,000 bullets is the connective fiber. We need to make this mm-hmm. all make sense. So, the reason I knew Time Hollow, Junko Kawano is a Japanese game designer, game director, and writer, and she helped Yoshitaka Murayama create the Suikoden series of video games, according to Wikipedia. She's mm-hmm. initially a character designer and illustrator. She helmed, and then helmed the series for Konami after... Um, oh, okay. She wrote and produced yeah. um, Sweet Coden 4 and Sweet Coden Tactics. So God, she's one of the other yeah. like major creative mm-hmm. figures in the Sweet Coden canon. Yeah. And she um, was a, her ex- only work is all this, a bunch of the Sweet Codens, um, a PS2 game called Shadow of Memories, a mystery adventure game, and then its spiritual successor for the DS Time Hollow. Oh. So she was a major designer and writer for time hollow gotcha once again sweet coden the gift sweet coden is the gift that keeps on giving nothing but gold talent nothing straight a bangers here (laughs) to my immediate virtual right he's never said the word caddy wumpus in his life it's red and i'm not going to you're not gonna what aren't you gonna say the thing that you just said. What was the thing that I just said? I forgot what it was. What what was it? That was. I, were, I don't was, really remember. It was actually, Patty Wumpus. Oh, so okay. I'm not going to say that. And then, all right. So wait, wait, wait. Um, hey, Red. What's the word when somebody's being like kind of obnoxious and sniping at people and just being kind of? This mean? is not going to go well. You were talking to somebody <laughs> who just is real bad at synonyms. No, that's fair. <laughs> I don't know I'm not saying Red's dumb. I'm just saying he doesn't word very good. I don't word very good. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. I if only if, if Red had only played Temple of the Wumpus on HIO, then yeah, that would be a, yeah. Map. yeah. Were you cats in that? Um, I don't think so. No catty Wumpuses at all. I would be very surprised if there weren't any cats in any John D. Moore games. I'm mm. sure there must be. Lots of Wumpus though. Lots of wumpus. surprising Actually, amount of Wumpus. I, I played the game for a full hour and I never found the Wumpus. Damn. I, I hate it when oh, I play a game and I do not find the Wumpus within like 30 minutes. <laughs> if I'm playing a game and there's no Wumpus within like 30, 35 minutes, I'm almost tempted to just be like, alright, I'm just going to take this to GameStop, trade in. Even if it's a Steam game, I'll figure out how to do it. I'm just going to take it to GameStop yeah. and trade it in. I'm that disgusted. <laughs> you like Bali, you we GameStop all know now, so. you're never going to GameStop again. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm never going to my local GameStop again after. You were so, you were so fucking wronged by that GameStop. Fuck. Man, and it's sad because like the per- like the dude that had the dude that took care of me at, mm-hmm. at that place did real good, and he ended up quitting because yeah. they wouldn't 
they wouldn't give the guy that he worked with a promotion because that guy had been busting his ass for like three months straight and covering that store mm-hmm. in a way that like, you know, when he's had to be at other stores. So it's literally just him and this other guy running this store a lot of the mm-hmm. times on single coverage. And like, he's like, look, like if, if corporate is not going to work with me and give you what you deserve, I can't stay here. <laughs> um, oh, so he cool. ended up quitting. Um, and then GameStop stopped getting pre-orders in, like, a, a month yeah. later. Like, it's not just this GameStop in particular. It's just, it's endemic of all GameStops right now is they fucked up something with their inventory system, so now they just don't get pre-orders in. Like, e- like even for big shit like NBA 2K23, that's a big one. That a bunch of them just did not get, and to my knowledge, still have not gotten and so 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 like i didn't get my copy uh i didn't like so i you know trails from zero comes out Mm -hmm. i'm excited i'm like all right i'm gonna give this thing a good fair shake now that it's got a good translation and i go in there the day that it's supposed to come out he's like yeah i'm not getting that and i'm not gonna stock it and i'm just like excuse me you're not gonna i i gave you the 53 dollars for the thing you have to give me my thing no, I'm not going to order that. We're not going to stock that. Like, well, okay, give me my money back. And he starts to ring it up on a fucking gift card. Now, <laughs> huh? And that's when I just, that's when it hit me. That's when I literally just got mad. That was just yeah. like, you. <laughs> yep. And I was just like, cancel the 10, like the five to seven pre orders that I have on file right now and give me all the money back. Oh, he had so to go bad. open the safe to give me my money back. Oh, oh. So the thing about that story is that the way he goes, we're not going to order we're it. We're not going to. Like, he just refused to order it. Yeah, that's really weird, because at least on the GameStop employee Reddit, people were like, oh, yeah, we're ordering the games. They're just not shipping to us. So what the fuck? And people are bitching. Yeah, but, but this guy yeah. seemed to go above and beyond to yeah. be like, no. It just fell straight up like, no, I'm not going to order this for you. Yeah, I was like, dude, I gave like, you, you took the money. That's that's you have. You've had my money for eight, nine months. Oh, at least we got out of this. Like, at least we got out of this before, like, like after I the Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative came out. Oh man, because if this yeah. would have ended up in that, oh man, like, oh gosh, what? Where does firebombs come from? What is happening? <laughs> I mean, yes, another special edition that you had absolutely no trouble I with ha- getting. Oh god, yeah, yeah. It's been a, it's been been a rough one. Been a rough one. Uh. Brett, I introduced you, and I didn't even have the courtesy to ask you how you're doing. Addy Wumpus. Oh, fuck. Fuck, you did it! You've broken a literal... However old Brett is. Year streak! I can't believe you did this. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I don't know what came over me. Like, we could have saved that for, like, end of the year reveal. Like, that could have been sweeps for us right there. And you just gave it away on a on, it, I, on episode one, for three. on fucking episode one sixty one. Who's listening to episode one hundred and sixty one of the Soxcast when we know we that people do like only eight more of these? We got to eight more of these. There you go. We stick it one sixty nine. Boom. Nice. You put your flag in that. And there you go. See, I think the podcast would be funnier if we just kept delaying the introductions for, like, the entire thing. Just get to the end of the episode, and the introduction is me asking you, okay, so hey, where can the internet folks at home find you? Uh, we can just we can just keep keep it going. We can, John Thayer. Who, Hi, that's me. Who sees the sign as Sasa Lele? Ha! Ha! Fucking 
I was just watching an anime and I saw a sign that say say, say sale. And I immediately thought of that fucking meme. I'm like, oh my god, the brain poison is real. <laughs> I absolutely love that meme. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Oh, it's the best, though. It's the best. The best memes are the start. Like, like, the things that are just absolutely absurd and stupid are often my favorite memes. And the ones that I think, yeah, you can stick around. But, but if it's like dumb shit, like, oh, it's Morbin time. Get out. Leave. You aren't funny. Stop it. <laughs> Morbin was oh God, profoundly really... stupid. It wasn't stupid in the... Morbin time felt manufactured by a guy... Morbin time was mm-hmm. a good joke originally, Paul. Yeah. We had this conversation. The joke was, haha, nobody would ever possibly care about Morbius. And now it's... So the joke was that it was going to make a billion... The, the joke was like Morbius doing the Jeb yeah, goes over yeah. box office yeah, and making yeah. a bunch of money. Yeah. And then, then people started making jokes of like, oh, I love that great line in Morbius where he goes, it's Morbin time. Because nobody up. saw the movie. And yeah. the joke is that yeah. nobody saw it. And I think it, the final punchline of them re-releasing the fucking movie and it bombing <laughs> yes. a second time, actually very funny. I think that yes. is great because that is that is a company that is just literally like, all right, guys, we got our in. And literally, just they got their shit pushed in. As for soon as the company the was movie. like, "Hello, fellow internet users," it's just done, yeah. done. I saw, I saw fucking Jared Leto make a joke video about it. And oh it, no, it didn't work. It no, that it will bombed. not work. Yeah, obviously, that's no. Which is so stop. It's so nice. It's so nice seeing the ways that corporations don't have control over anything god i love so don't, i don't have control the one few things they can't control the memes exactly. yeah you, you can't like like yeah corporations corporations cannot meme absolutely not and when they try and they start like interacting with one another i literally want to pull oh, out a gun god. I, and, oh. and everybody hates it nobody thinks that it's funny not at That's all it makes me sad because Moon Pie engages in, in a lot of interbrand things. Oh, come uh, on. I thought Moon Pie was cool. Oh, but we're trying to be cool, Polly. We're trying for you, Polly. Oh, no. They think that's what I want? They think no. that, that, like, no, Moon, not you. <laughs> no, Moon Pie thinks that I want them to interact with other brands and look like gigantic tool bags. Look, Moon Pie's got a strength. You know what their strength is? Fucking being, being moon pies. That's their strength. That's all they need. That is all that brand needs to be successful. You can do so much with moon. Give me your brand for a year. <laughs> give I'm me your Sonic the Hedgehog. It. Give me your Twitter for a year, Moon Pie. I'm making this. I'm making the. Give me. Let me be your brand manager online on Twitter for a year. And I won't need to interact with the fucking dumbass McDonald's to do it <laughs> fuck ronald mcdonald and his stupid clown ass i don't need it i don't that's need your that. first tweet actually <laughs> yeah exactly there you go you want a dose of my brain you want a dose a dose of my genius fuck fuck mcdonald's and his stupid clown ass there you go i got this i don't need any more qualifications i don't think i bet you could kill it i, bet I you think i would i think i would the 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 moon pie marketing experience yeah the moon pie that would be a great saga Still, for you us. have done more for marketing moon pies than i think i have. have i bet i have me. i bet i have i know i know at least seven fucking people that have bought moon pies all thanks yeah. to me all right i'm one of them there you go see i've never heard of them and then i was like oh 
Polly likes these. Now I want you to imagine this. Take the power of a VTuber with the entire strength of 271 followers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say 271 people. Like you could lift, you have the strength, you have the strength of that many people. I mean, we can try. We can make that a stunt. Like where, you know. Somebody else tries to pick up the tire iron and it weighs like like 200 tons there you it's go just like it's just like but for me oh, it has its own gravitational field but for me it just comes naturally because i built all this muscle with moon pies there you go see look at this tire iron can only be lifted by one pure of heart exactly <laughs> it turns out all you need to be pure of heart is you just need to like moon pies a lot hmm, weird yeah, it's weird turns out what you need <laughs> turns out christianity got it wrong <laughs> That's how you get into heaven after you die. Yeah, exactly. Like moon pies. It's really unfortunate for people with celiac. That's a good segue, though. Oh, no. That's a damn good yeah. segue, though, John. You just really? you hit yeah. me with a real good segue because I I watched I watched something over the last couple oh, of weeks. Yeah, yeah. I watched. Uh, there's this anime that I watched called Yoi Basho, mm-hmm. um, and it's about this girl named Eleanor who di- actually it's not an anime it's actually a, a sitcom called The Good Place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? You got us. I did a funny thing. Rhett was going to my anime list right like, as oh, I right I as was I, like, what the heck? I haven't heard of Yoi Basho. Yeah, yeah, it's just literal <laughs> translation of The Good Place. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's very funny. That's very good, Polly. <laughs> I'm very smart and funny. Uh, and they say that I can't host podcasts. Telling you, Moonpie, look at the genius that you would have behind your brand. Right here. Right here. But yeah, um, this is a, a sit- I don't like, like I don't, is this the first sitcom we've ever talked about? I think I talked about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. You, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. But I was mm. going through I was going through Netflix just kind of like after me and Ghosty had done our, our Breaking Bad watch for the day and I was like, what do I, mm. I want to watch? Oh, yeah. What do I want to watch? And then I see Ted Danson's big, glorious, dumb face staring at me with a big, goofy smile. And I said, I've seen that used in memes before, and I like Ted Danson. I'm going to watch this show called The Good Place, even though I know absolutely oh, fucking oh, nothing yes. about it. So it's about this girl. Such a good way to get into the show. It is, because I just I knew nothing, knew nothing about it. Like, I just don't keep up with. TV that isn't Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul at this point, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, what what else is there? Turns out there's other stuff you can watch, like 30-minute sitcoms that are funny, and they don't rip your heart out. Or maybe they do. Um, but um, I'll never tell. But uh, The Good Place is about a girl named Eleanor. She dies. Well, well shit. Well, I said it was... I, I, you said it wasn't going to rip my heart out, shit. Polly. God damn. I've known Eleanor for tw- 12 seconds, and now yeah. she's dead. Done. Yeah sad it's a, okay but uh she dies I guess it's okay though mm-hmm. kind of sucked she dies and she gets sent to heaven or the good place and mm. when she gets there she finds out that people are are sent to the good place or the bad place based on a numerical score of the de- of their deeds on earth so she apparently ended up in the good place because she was a lawyer that helped get innocent inmates on death row exonerated. Good for her. Okay, well, there she you go. She an absolutely good reason to get into the paradise mm-hmm. of the afterlife. And she also meets her soulmate, Chidi, 
who is this very nice gentleman. He, he, he and his life on Earth was an ethics and moral philosophy professor. The things could possibly not be going any better. Like what, like what more do you need for a show like this, right? Happy, happy afterlife land. Except there's been a bit of a mix-up. Um, it turns out that Eleanor was actually kind of a crappy person during her life <laughs> on Earth. Uh, <laughs> I do believe one of the first flashbacks they show of her is like there's this uh, environmentalist outside of a, a store that she's at. And he's like, um, excuse me, ma'am, do you have time for a small uh, discussion about the environment? And her reply to him uh, is what immediately won me over. <laughs> she said, oh, excuse me, do you have time to eat my fart? <laughs> and i was just oh okay i love this show already great uh, wait oh no is that enough to get you into the bad place oh no 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 throughout the course of the show uh we find out she's done a okay. lot of pretty bad things to people that that run the gamut of pretty fucking funny to okay that's kind of mean um it's never like mean-spirited or awful about it and there's usually a, a always kind of a comedic moment to it uh but it's all like, oh, like oops you 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 did a, a lot of bad stuff so she's like actually ended up in the good place by some type of like clerical mistake of her having the same name as someone else who did do all of the good stuff. So, so, so like, the dilemma is, like, you know, like, she, like, like, like when, when, when um, Michael, the architect, who is played by D Ted Danson, tells her, is like, hey, you know, like, you're here because you did all of this good stuff. She's obviously sitting there like, yes, I did do all of that good stuff. <laughs> And, and 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 everything seems to be going fine for a while, but after sort of like after her first couple of days there, some disasters start to happen all over the good place. Like uh she gets drunk at the part at the welcome party and binges on all of the cocktail shrimp, and like the next day there's there's cocktail shrimp flying through the air and frogs that are like the size of buildings jumping around and shit. Like everything's going bad, and it's because something's fucked up and not right about all of this. And and it's all related and they all of the stuff that keeps happening is related to Eleanor's actions. And so she comes clean to her soulmate, Cheaty. Uh, that she's not supposed to be here. And she convinces him to try and help her become a better person in the afterlife by teaching her ethics. <laughs> so, that if, <laughs> so that if she ever does get caught, be like, hey, maybe they'll have mercy on you for having, you know, tried. And, and, and the show does, like, revolve around a, a lot of her, like, trying to become a better person while while trying to like pull one over on the system that's been in place that determines who's good and who's bad um and, and they like again that's obviously a concept you can work really well with and like if your show was just that it could be a lot of very funny things but the show goes much beyond that there there are other main characters that are like definitely of note uh Jian Yu Li he is a Buddhist monk that took a vow of silence at the age of eight how do you get comedy out of a character who's got to be a mute and he has such an incredible story arc and, and it's it's one of the best parts of the show Excellent. um is uh tawny who's a uh she's like a mega wealthy uptight british philanthropist 
Um, it's just like constantly name dropping celebrities like all over the and all of the wonderful things she's done and all the money she raised for poor people and unfortunate people in her life. And it's like it's a gimmick you can think like would get old, but again, like everything I'm going to tell you uh, about this show, her story also goes really, really good places. Um, uh, and I mentioned Ted Danson, plays Michael, is the architect of the afterlife, and he he chose to. Be the first angel who's ever architected one of these afterlife places and to actually live among the humans. Um, so, so like, this is a whole, it's like, it's a sort of his pet project and he really wants it to go right because it's the first time that he's ever had control of a sector of the afterlife before. So he's got people to impress. Mm-hmm. And he is such a delight, top to bottom. Like, he's cool, effortlessly hilarious. And, like, Anytime he is on screen, you literally, like, your ears and eyes will just be glued to him because his performance is so ridiculously good. Um, and it's, I think it's been a while since Ted Danson's been of any, in anything of note. Um, and this is absolutely one of those, I feel like this is absolutely one of those career-defining roles um, that they got for him in this show. Um, Janet. That's so cool. Janet is really awesome. She is an AI terminal. Um, and, oh, and she, about Janet. Janet is awesome. She has all of the knowledge of the universe, uh, and she can grant any desire instantaneously. She's uh, got this very hilariously detached personality um, that is just like she's smiling all the time and just answering questions. And, and it's just again, you kind of just have like you have to see it. You have to see it to get the performances. Obviously, that's a big part of this show is the performances are mm. so. Uh, top notch and um, here's the weird part I can't really talk about the story for this show much more because if I do and I never thought I would say this about a 30 minute weekly sitcom uh, I, there's spoilers don't go look anything up like go let this show wash over you uh, it's very very I didn't expect that this show was ever even going to go and be anything other than like, you know, oh, it's going to be like episodic. Like, let's learn some life lessons. Mm. Let's let's get Eleanor to, you know, be in the good place legitimately. And Mm. this story goes so many bigger places than that. Now now you're talking my language. (laughs) I know John has seen at least until the end of the first season. Yep, I've seen the I've seen the first season, and I think at the mm-hmm. time that was the only season that was out. Yeah, I just never went back to it. Yeah. And TV. this show goes big. Like this is a show that I think that when this show is operating at its best, despite the fact that it is a comedy, I think that at its highest highs, I would come, I would put it on the same level as a Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul. I think that cool. it handles its big moments so well and it takes its time getting to where it needs to be and everything makes sense. It's 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 ridiculously hilarious. It's but it's also just like oh, there's like this real actual heart to this. Like this show basically functions as this examination of what an afterlife could mean, like what it is, how it feasibly functions and and they they have a lot of room to play around within the concept and like i feel like they explore those boundaries in a lot of very thoughtful and fun ways and mm. 
I, I think like this is also the kind of show where you could probably run afoul of a lot of a, a religious types. But it, oh, yeah. but it avoids ever endorsing or rejecting religious ideals. Like, it never mm-hmm. says anything concrete. It's got a hell of a progressive tone. Like, it very much talks about, like, the awful fucking things that people do to one another and how shit like racism and sexual harassment exists and are fucking terrible. Um, mm-hmm. But but it's, it's a show that feels very well-intentioned with, with a much more... Like, we were talking about stuff in the trails series earlier and it reminded me a lot of this and a lot of those same theme themes uh you will find in this show uh and i think that like 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 one of the bigger lessons i think the show kind of carries with itself is like be a better person than you were yesterday like it's not about being perfect it's about just Mm -hmm. being a better person than you were before uh and i think that like that kind of lets it feel not preachy or anything or, or, or endorsing any kind of religion. Like, like I said, it stays very far away from all of that stuff. Um, and, and it just kind of left me feeling a lot of positive feelings that I did not expect. Um, and I think that it's really, really nice. I'm really glad this hit you so good. And I'm yeah. glad that I, I didn't, I didn't really hear. I, I love that first season, mm-hmm. but it's so hard to get any of us to watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, like I said, so I just kind of ran, like it just popped up as a thing at random mm-hmm. on my Netflix carousel. It was like, Oh, Hey, here's yeah. a thing. And it's like, because I had watched parks and recreations loads of years ago. Um, and I was like, oh, because you watched that, maybe you'll like The Good Place. And it's like, that's the only reason I gave it a look. Cool. Uh, that, that just makes me happy that it, like, keeps that energy. It doesn't, like, get lost in being a big TV show, basically. No, like, I think that that's the thing that, like, like it still has, like, that, that positive energy. It still maintains its comedic core. These characters, though, they go on really, really deep personal journeys into understanding themselves more. And, and even though the plot gets overwhelmingly large to a point to where it's like, I don't know how you pulled this off in, like, four seasons of like 30 minute episodes it's like i think it's only like i think it's like 53 episodes or something Mm. um and like i don't know how you pulled all of that off as well as you did uh and while being able to balance it being a comedy having your dramatic moments uh but never coming across as overbearing or anything it's just like yeah it it just shocked the shit out of me it's a show that left me feeling really good i think it's an all-timer like that's so cool like like cliche cliche is it might sound like it mm-hmm. made me laugh made me cry it made me want to mm-hmm. like continue to be a better person so oh. yeah like absolutely like if you've like, like it's on netflix so if you want to watch the yeah. good place that is yeah go check it out it is really astonishing like i i'm glad that like whatever compelled me to check it out that night it was oh okay you know yeah, okay, because I it was like start watching it, and I'm literally like three hours later and like eight episodes in. It's like, oh <laughs> yeah, okay, I guess it caught. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I definitely plan to check this out next time I restart Netflix. Yeah, absolutely. I think you'll like it. Like, I think it's got just the right amount of stuff mm-hmm. in it to 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 like you know. Obviously, it I'm is still. I'm still on my mom's Netflix. Well, there oh, you go. Yeah. You can jump right into season two. Enjoy you some of that good stuff. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing that, Polly. I'm really glad that that show. I'm I'm really happy that show stays good. Mm. Definitely, 
I, I've got my tiny little array of non-anime I want to get to, in addition to the anime I want to get to. <laughs> right, right. But you never will. I don't get to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit challenging. Oh my god. Oh my god, I still I, I'm looking at it on my Netflix queue. I still have She-Ra on here. Oh god. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I finish that. Remember that being the big zeitgeist for a while. Yeah, it's a fun. It's it's a good show. Yeah. I like I like it. I, I want to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a watch buddy where and it were complicated. So now I now that's all tied. <laughs> oh. My life's drama is tied up. Yeah. With the oh show no, that's always the worst. I watched uh, I watched uh. some I watched some uh, Sonic Boom as well. I oh, bought, no, really? I bought, yeah, like I like that whole series went on sale for like what was it really cheap it was yeah. like 25 bucks or something so i just bought the whole fucking series which is like a hundred little like it's, i think it's like a hundred little 11 minute episodes and it's, i've watched like maybe 15 or 16 of them so far i was like oh hey this is actually this is yeah like of all the clips like because i know this series mostly through clips and i've seen a few full episodes here and there but i've never actually mm-hmm. kind of sat down and you know focused on it. it was like oh yeah like this actually is as snappy and funny and witty as as the clips make it out to be oh that's so nice yeah sonic boom TV seems can pretty be good. good tv can be good sometimes it can be Maybe. fine it doesn't need to Maybe be a breaking bad or a better call saul it helps if you it helps. are <laughs> um Sonic Boom really got unfortunately tied to that damn game that fucking game oofa doofa it's so funny Hey, Quoth, is that is that a is that a name of the wind reference in our chat? Oh, is Powerful. it? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just the name choice. Couldn't be. Oh, oh well, yeah, yes. it is. All right, <laughs> there you go. Very good. Books are good too. Fuck. All right, I'm so like y'all playing much trails. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna need a big break after this. Uh oh um and so now i'm like looking at tv like oh yeah they make stuff that's not i i i I told myself at the end of the year last year because last year i was like i i think i played 12 long rpgs yeah over the course of the year Mm -hmm. that's a lot of rpg because each one One a month it's like yeah that's like one to three weeks a piece generally so that's just like more than half of my of my free time. It, it, it felt like more mm-hmm. than half of my free time for the yeah. year was just kind of devoted to this. That felt like so now I'm like at like six. I'm nearing the end of the year and I'm at like six. That feels a lot more. That's more manageable. It's still it's still a lot of it's still a lot of RPG hours, but it's not as like maybe over the top. Yeah. Um. So I'm just kind of looking at other stuff like, oh, yeah, TV's nice, too. Books mm-hmm. are nice, too. Movies mm-hmm. are nice, too. There's other stuff in this world. But JRPGs uh, are very good, especially when they're trails. Spe- yeah, uh, they are, yeah. Like when you are the you're, best media. Yeah. Like when yes. you're when you're going like if you're going to take a straight shot of JRPG and it's that Falcom kind of shit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You're sitting back. You're like you're hitting that blue. It tastes real. It feels real good. <laughs> it It does. Thank you for the Take raid, big Mike. Thank you for the raid. Um, so, all right, each of us has been playing Trails nonstop. Oh, God, oh, this yeah. is funny. Like, this wasn't planned. 
it just yeah. kind of ha- like I know that we like we've basically become like the 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 little podcast that's just always waving the Falcom flag, and you'd figure that yeah. like at some point we would all either be playing and like have, this would already have happened at some point, and it hasn't, but it finally <laughs> has, and that like literally all three of us are playing are at some point in Falcom's Legend of Heroes Trail series. Yep. All right, John, where are you at? <laughs> so where I'm at is that. I'm not as far along as y'all. I haven't touched Cold Steel, mm-hmm. but I'm, um, hello, Mike. Thank you. Um, I, I'm on Azure, which is the second cross bell game. I've been playing for like four years and now I'm five 40 to 70 hour RPGs deep. Feels mm-hmm. pretty, re- feels pretty reasonable. To That's me. chunky. That's chunky. There was a time um, where you were ahead of me. There was a time where I was far, like multiple games <laughs> ahead of Red and now. <laughs> now look where we are yeah um i think i played i think i finished trails one and then trails two and one in like a year and then i did um waited two years or a year and played third and then waited two years and played zero and then waited a year and played third Mm. um so i'm in the middle of azure which is pretty beloved and talked up oh yeah Yeah. climactic it's the sc of cross spell um hits the ground running a lot faster Oh, I should say so. That prologue, huh? I oh. love how the prologue just immediately Jumped in. goes from like a redo of the final boss of the first game. Yeah, oh, cool. it's so rad. It's so dope. Just like it's. It reminds me of like Mega Man later Mega Man games, Mega Man X yeah. games, where they would have like an extremely big and imposing intro boss. Yeah, like, you can still take it out pretty easily, mm-hmm. but it just makes you feel like this. Fucking badass. It's like letting you kill a Metal Gear in the first five minutes of Revengeance. <laughs> it's exactly is having the the Falcon final boss <laughs> yeah, in the, in the yeah. dungeon. It's a good video. It's game. awesome. My dumb reference would be Wonder Boy Dragon's Curse. I think mm-hmm. just straight up starts with the dungeon of the previous game <laughs> ending. So cool. It's ridiculous. A reference I definitely did not get at the time because mm. it was the first one I played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can start with Azure. You know, you can start. Uh, with I mean, any trails why wouldn't you? you? I mean, you can literally start with any trails game and not yeah, be lost at all. Mm-hmm. I think I got so I got mad on the internet because I kept <laughs> seeing people um, saying start with zero, it's fine. Ow. I think here's my issue. Why would you want to do that? Yeah, because Trails in the Sky is awesome. very good. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you you can play Trails from Zero. You'll miss a few. You'll miss some pretty big emotional some beats. Pretty big miss. stuff. Some pretty big stuff, but like the the basic Falcom RPG mm-hmm. arc is going to be intact. You'll fall, fall in love with all the new characters. It's it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. So why would you want to do that yeah. when you could start with Sky, which is great? Do you think I, I'm? Do you think that like if they ever went back and just like here's fucking Trails in the Sky, if they went back and just re-released that trilogy, do you think that it would be an easier? Because I think. I really think the issue now is that the Sky games oh, are right. only available basically on PC. Yeah. I think the and Zero thing is specifically people want to play on Switch. Yeah, yeah. I, I really think that's the thing. But everyone agrees Zero FC is rough to get into. 
every first Falcom art game yeah. is rough to get That's, into. They're yeah. all very slow. Yeah, yeah. I think Zero might be the least slow. I'm playing Zero, Zero and I think I think that I enjoyed that game start a hell of a lot more than I have mm. like like the first maybe ten hours of SC or like that. Oh, I don't even want. I, I don't even want to put <laughs> an, an hour on. I don't even want to put an hour amount on Cold Steel ones. Cold Steel's a lot. <laughs> oh, raw. And that first month, that that whole Elisa Reen things. Oh God. <laughs> Almost kneecapped that series like uh, right out the gate, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that, I've I always wondered like if we like if they ever did just, but it's never going to happen because Xseed has no interest and Xseed still owns the rights to those games and they will probably own the rights to those games in perpetuity. Uh, just because I don't see them ever, like, I don't see Nisa ever wanting to like go back and grab older. Like I feel mm. like Nisa went back and had to grab the Crossbell games because one the. They're so intrinsically tied to Cold Steel and to yeah. the fan outcry for them has just been nonstop. So it's just leaving money on the table. I don't... The translation's done. Yeah. And I, I, then, I just don't... I don't know how they legally license that translation. Yeah, I because it touched so many people over the years. I don't yeah. know... Like, 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 I just don't see Nisa wanting to go any further back than mm-hmm. that. Like, I feel yeah. like this move... I feel like zero and azure they begrudgingly did it yeah. um because these don't even have dubs where like like they usually typically dub most things they do like this game doesn't even have a dub this time like they didn't call back any actors to do anything they're just like look we're just getting this out as fast as we possibly can i mean um, for what these games are like i get that i get that i've played two it. like they've released a number of 2d games with voice acting i'm just saying so oh really okay so if you could have let, like if there is a series where I think that you could make that work, I think it's this series because I think this, the, the the fan base is die hard enough. You know, neither mm-hmm. here nor there though. Like I just think that like that's sort of the point. And like yeah. getting people to play Sky is hard because one, like they're they're it does have a slow start, and two, mm-hmm. it's not on Switch, and three, it's oh, it's a PC game. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I like more likely than them. Sorry, more likely than them doing a like a re-release. Like Kondo seem to be hinting at, oh, maybe we'll remake them in 3D. Oh, I don't know. And I wonder what the rights would for that would be if it would go to Xseed first. It would be like an in, uh, it would be a new game. It would count as a new game entirely. I uh, don't. Okay. I don't think that would be an they, issue. But at then all. they'd legally have to retranslate it. Yeah. Then... I don't see that happening. I think Kondo is just kind of like I think that's a pipe dream because they're yeah. just constantly... especially when they're got a lot of more new games they need they to got, make to finish yeah. the saga. They're, they're working on yep. East 10. They are 70% through the Trails series at this point, <laughs> and like they said, all that's on their roadmap right now is probably East and Trails. So, I don't see, like, unless they outsource a remake to somebody, and like, they want to take it all, like, with, like, with Falcom being completely hands-off, I don't oh, see I don't see that happening. I just mm-hmm. saw the darkest future possible. Oh no! Oh, they contract a remake, and it goes to phones only. <laughs> oh god! Or or even a, yeah, that'd be fucking miserable, wouldn't it? Like just I can even see them like like doing a big like announce lead up, like a hey, like you know 20, oh, god. twenty years later, <laughs> and then just like the la- the logo flashes on the screen and to Apple and Arcade. It- and it's still sprites, but it's like the super shiny. Oh yeah, they AI uh, HD sprites, them. and it just look yeah, it just looks really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's cursed as fuck. 
Maybe do it like some of those Final Fantasy ports, not the oh, no! really recent ones, where like everything, all the resolutions on the assets are different. Yeah, like some of the character profiles are like super high res, and, the and some are the of same. them are just like the same. <laughs> and the font is awful. Oh god, yeah, you've got to have an well, awful fucking font. If they did a Trails in the Sky remake for phones, that was as lovingly well done as the Pixel remasters. I yeah, I, I specifically meant the Steam ones that people oh, were rightfully pissed over. Yeah, yeah. Final Pixel Fantasy VI, the original Final Fantasy VI uh, it's phone real port. Real rough. Oh. Same with Carter Trigger. Same with FF. Oh. I think the Final Fantasy ones just got pulled on yeah, Steam. Yeah, they they just <laughs> yeah Pixel remaster they fixed. Yeah, Chrono mm-hmm. Trigger got fixed, and Pixel remaster is basically like that's how you play Final Fantasy one through six now. Yeah, I mean, if you're a weirdo nerd, you probably still want to play the originals as much as you can, just because they do like ease up a lot. Even on the SNES games, yeah. you probably don't need it. Yeah, um, but it's a if you want Final Fantasy on the go, if you want abridged cut of ff2 and ff3 yeah. yes <laughs> that was which i was very okay with um that that those hit me real right better than playing Final Fantasy 9 on your fucking phone <laughs> which was which was which was just a straight like ps1 version with wait you played it on your phone yeah i did oh god oh, that did rough. not that did not worsen my final fantasy 9 experience i promise <laughs> I mean, it gave me fast forward, so that was already huge. Hey, cool! I can get this game over with faster. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, Zelaz in the chat hopelessly prays for a Gargav trilogy pixel remaster. Yes, get a nice, get a clean pixel update of the PC ninety eight originals for the Legend of Heroes three, four, and five. Let's, let's AI upscale all the graphics, baby. No. Let's put the smooth filter on. You can't no. turn it off. No. What grandia so, the sh- what grandia remastered the shit out of this fucking thing? Oh, brutal. So I'm I'm in a sure this game goes, huh? This game has some stuff this in it. Game that goes and you don't oh, even know. Yeah, yeah. Azure just hits the ground running. I don't know that there's any point of that game where I would say, oh, there's a lull. Even the intermission chapter, where it's like, oh, like it's so funny. The, the so intermission good. chapter is so like, oh, you guys like, like you didn't put this here because you just wanted an excuse to do this. You put this here because you were having fun, and it just it, ble- yes. yeah, you just feel it. You can't hurt us any more than you already did with the PSP versions. Regarding <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Um, God. Uh, I think something I'm I'm coming to real. All right, so a handful of things are making this experience better than so zero. I I came off a little bit like mm-hmm. a little frustrated just with kind of the the parts of the trails experience. Mostly, I think it was because I was kind of tired of the fighting. Yeah, um, yeah, understandable. Yeah. That is not a combat system that evolves much ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I was already wiping the floor with everything in third mm-hmm. so then going into zero and then continuing to stay on normal mode and then wiping continuing to wipe the floor yeah. with everything was maybe a mistake yeah on my part yeah i upped it to hard yeah you gotta it feels great yeah yeah azure feel i've started to draw on hard and it feels fucking great every yeah. every mm-hmm. boss has been like meaty um it it honestly doesn't feel harder it than than like fc and sc did it feels like Oh, I just slightly updated it to be yeah. in tune with my yeah. me actually knowing how to play the game. Yeah, like I know um, what the so orphan that, does now. <laughs> yeah. Oh right, John and his. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's like, oh yeah, I can actually play these games now. So I think, um, I don't know. I feel like by the time you're done with SC, like by the time I was done with SC, I was probably ready for hard mode. And I think yeah. that would have helped my third experience just because mm-hmm. that game has such good bosses. Oh God. It's yeah. Such a dungeon crawl. Third. Yeah. It is a dungeon crawl though. Yeah. But that, that game's got like the best boss encounters of that trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I think I did yeah. a little bit of a disservice because I remember the final boss has like a big charge up move. Oh yeah. That like charges up, charges up. Oh, we're going to, I'm going to do the big scary move. I'm going to do the big scary move. And I was just like earth wall. Yeah. Earth wall, oh, everything. Hurt them. All right. Uh, that was ni- a nice thing in zero is that earth wall is no longer, they, they rebalanced it. So there's only adamantine guard and it's yep. very expensive. It's like 80 EP to cast. And like <laughs> for most of the game, you're barely breaking 150 EP. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it might be like 120. They they realize like Earthwall is the thing you use yeah. in, like, in one through three. Sky. Yeah, yeah, in one through three. So I think they I think that was a classy way to keep the mechanic, but um, rebalance it. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm sure at, at hard, it's probably doesn't feel quite as overpowered. Mm-mm. Um, so that's that's all that's been extremely nice i'm just having so much fun like playing the the video game part very thoughtfully yeah another thing i'm really starting to enjoy is i i don't know i just love support requests now they're really good in azure yeah yeah I, i feel like i just a switch flipped in my brain and now i'm just like happily going along and through all these little side quests between the big story beats like yay this is so nice mm-hmm. I look the at ones in like stories. chapter two are so good and yeah. giving you mm-hmm. what you want mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, a, a lot of the ones you've been posting i was like oh right this was so funny like the beauty pageant god yes <laughs> the the beauty pageant and then just all the nice stories like the the disgraced diet member whose children have are coming to town and um at trying to wanting to meet their dad again after 15 years mm-hmm. after his divorce, their mom. And he's like hiding from them. Like they, they must hate me. They're here to yell at me. That's <laughs> <laughs> just really sweet. Um, there, there's a, there's a fucking, there's a, there's a side quest. That's like track down this um, goods, this fake goods manufacturer who's making like bootlegs, mm-hmm. bootleg merch or whatever. Um, and then it ends up with you chasing her through a train and then on oh top my God, of the train yeah. and fighting like she bumps into terrorists from the previous chapter and they help her and then you're fighting terrorists <laughs> on top of a train. And I'm just the like, fucking escalation in that one is so insane. Yeah. The, the, they have the animated, all the stuff, the scenery ru- rushing by you as you're mm-hmm. fighting on top of the train. In the side quest, there's a car chase <laughs> in a different side quest. It's great. Xenoblade yeah. would never. Mm-hmm. Xenoblade would never in a billion years. No, like like Xenoblade side quests are just like, hey man, this enemy might drop an item you want. Yeah. The trail like, side quests are like, this'll take 20 to 30 minutes, and there's gonna be five of these like every six hours. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Yeah, it's so, so they put a lot of love <clears throat> into them. Yeah. All right. That's good. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's 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 where we're at with Azure. Uh, you're you're feeling it. The story's moving forward. You're you're ready. You're you're. I am. I have a I have a complaint. Uh oh. I have a trails complaint. What? Oh, no. it, has been, it has been building 
and building mm-hmm. and measure. I'm just, there have been times where I am shaking my screen and I'm yelling, please, please, dear God, kill somebody that I like. Please, for the rest of your goddamn life, kill somebody. Kill somebody that I like. Make me feel bad. Make Aww. me feel the stakes of this big conflict. Please. I don't anybody. think you're going to like this Ever. series if that's what you want. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's kind it's, of a that's a. It's thing. one of the big complaints I see from people online. Trails of nobody dies. Yeah, you have a hundred thousand characters. Thin the herd. It's fine. <laughs> and they, they all they, lived happily ever after. Uh, Trails of Crow, whatever. Yeah, they they literally. There's been coups. There's been terrorist attacks. <laughs> there's been more yeah. terrorist uh-huh. attacks. There's been islands rising out of the sea. Nobody dies. No, it's kill people. I remember when I played first chapter and I knew going in that game had a crazy twist ending that was going to break your heart. Mm. So like I thought for sure at some point, like the coup is going to turn extremely violent and a bunch of characters are going to (laughs) die. And then, no, it's extremely chill, actually. Nope. Nope. It's fine. I did not realize the tone of trails, but that is the tone yeah. of yeah. trails. It, it's really bad things happen, but not not like that. Not like that. No, not not people dying. Not um, no. It's people. I am sad because a person you don't know in my backstory died a long time ago. Yeah, a lot of that. Like these, these nameless police officers or these nameless terrorists died don't you feel so bad that these people you don't know died or my sibling from 10 years ago my sibling from 10 years ago you never met died like maybe third does the best where it's like they they actually have like a bunch of flashbacks with this character throughout Mm -hmm. the game so you actually have like that one probably hits the hardest for me i just you get to know that character i just Mm -hmm. realized that's also lloyd yeah yeah it's yeah lloyd yeah oh yeah and all of them have the same backstory also (laughs) which is is a little bit which it's like okay we're getting dramatic oh somebody in my back somebody in my backstory died oh you don't know them it's fine that's randy too i'm just like okay all right i think i've realized after playing a whole bunch of these games that they have these tropes that they love to use yeah Mm -hmm. over and over and over at least in zero zero and zero it's not always a woman yeah, that thankfully. Helps. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's what I'm that's what I'm the the thing that really killed me was that at the very start of the of the current chapter I'm on, they a side character who has a close relationship with several mm. important characters that I like a lot seems yeah, to Yeah, I know I know who and you're I was just about. like and I was like, "Thank you. Thank you God." It was it was a great scene. Mm-hmm. It built it feels awful. <laughs> It feel yeah, it feels awful. It builds the stakes for the scene, and suddenly, like, um, I'm like, okay, I'm really invested in all of the stuff that's going to happen. And then at the very end, there's a little newspaper thing, and says, "Oh, that character was rushed to the hospital ah! in critical condition, and we're still not sure what's going to happen." She has a death scene, and then I'm just like, yeah, they have a death scene. And I'm just like, well, all right, I know. Well, now I know they're not going to die. Nobody is ever going to die. No. Nothing, nothing bad. Nothing bad that happens will ever be that bad. Even if it's a giant terrorist attack, (laughs) even if it's a coup, it'll be fine. 
and because you need because in the next game the villain's gonna join your team and they want to make sure that you don't hate them so they can't do anything part of it yeah they can't do anything that evil they can't make you hate this character by killing somebody that you like um no one can be an absolute irredeemable yeah you can't be a mod like there, there, there are a couple of irredeemable monsters, but we uh, yeah. compared to the people that are not going to be irredeemable monsters. And even they don't get, and even they don't kill anybody. <laughs> you can, some of the, you have a couple horrible people. Have them kill somebody. It's fine. Yeah. So, so that's that's the big complaint. Is that mm-hmm. my big complaint isn't with the slowness, it isn't with the side quests, and it isn't with the combat. It's with when it actually goes full trails, when it's in the when it's in big drama mode, and yeah. I just realized when I'm playing another RPG, I know that I there. Are, if I'm playing Xenosaga, I know somebody can beef it. Yeah, if I'm playing. Yeah, um, if I'm playing, I've played several games this year where the the stakes are just a little bit more deeply felt because they're just willing they're they're willing to let the violence have that kind of impact. Um, they still do all these other things that hit me really hard. The way that all the aftershock of the start of chapter four in Azure hits mm-hmm. really hard. It's really well done. Um, but th- I think this is something the series just doesn't do that other RPGs do. Yeah. Uh, that I that I need sometimes is that kind of is that kind of stakes. <sighs> and I finally got it off of my chest. I've been feeling that for the last mm. week. It's been all my thing. I, do y'all hate me? Yes. Absolutely. No, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I was going to say something mean about trails so that everyone was going to hate me. Yep, that's how it is. You now face the full righteous fury of the Falcon fandom. You will never recover <laughs> the from this. The church will judge your sins. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> the, of the heretic hunter is coming for you're me You're done. Now. You're done. It's over. <laughs> there is nothing left, friend. <laughs> I think um, so. I think having recognized that, and then hearing y'all say, because because I me I knew me saying that yeah. was going to go two ways. It was either going to be y'all would say, "Ooh, yeah," or yeah. y'all would be biting your tongues mm. because you knew something was coming up that I wasn't going to be ready for, and I was yeah. kind of hoping. Well, you don't know which one we're actually. You don't doing. know really what we're talking about here. It could really be yeah. anything, and me and Rhett really could have met before and talked to like we're never we're going to fucking no sell anything you say about trails at this point. We have to. Like, we either have to play it up or we have to fucking no-sell it at this point because me and Red have played everything at this point. So you don't really... I don't know that you can... I don't know that you can trust our our reactions that (laughs) much. In any case, I I can just accept that this is a thing about trails and I can enjoy all the other... the many, 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 many virtues... There's yeah. something Red said where it's like when these games spend so long with just kind of living in a setting and living with these mm-hmm. characters in a kind of grounded way so that when the big stuff happens, it does feel really intense. Yeah, that yeah. still happens. But I you're right in that multiple it's... times <laughs> in chapter four and chapter three. Yeah, Red. you're definitely right that that one in particular is like this big holy shit moment. And then, oh, but th- they're still clinging to life. And you're just like, oh, OK. Okay. Like you can never truly I don't know, like hurt the player that much and then yeah, I think exactly. Falcom 
if we've learned anything about them, I think yeah. that Trails Third taught us that they really love their characters. They, and I that's, think that's that they awesome. might they just really just. I think they might a little too much. Yeah, they maybe yeah, they don't want to ever say this character's story ends here. Yeah, I think really that's the thing is that they just really love their characters a lot. Yeah, a little too. I, I mean, much. that was my complaint. That was my complaint about Hig- the Higurashi ending. Is yeah, like it's a little that- too convenient. Like it's a little too contrived <laughs> and convenient. Yeah. Well, don't worry. You guys haven't even seen that new fucking anime where they redeemed Takano for real. Oh. <laughs> and Tepe. And Tepe. Good, good job. Yay. That's what, that's what I want to watch Higurashi for. Let's redeem mm. the child abuser. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Whose depiction so yeah. in the visual novel was absolutely yes. vile. There's a line in there that just you don't come back from. Yeah, I yeah yeah. yeah. Like I remember yeah. reading that whole Satoko arc in, oh. in like like I like that was some of the hardest shit I've ever had to stream and like get through and just not like mm-hmm. fall to fucking pieces. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah yeah, trying to redeem that guy. Uh, no, no, it's not going to happen. Your whole, the whole idea, the whole premise of your show falls apart if that is going to be a part of it at all. That's a deal breaker for me. I think that's the, I think that's the general, I, I, I kind of com- conflate Trails and Higurashi a lot in my mind now mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's like, I think they're both, I think they both have a lot of the same virtues where they both do get like really real. Yep. Um, they're, they're the big moments they feel that trails will have a two characters have a conversation and it the one character's dialogue will just absolutely cut to the bone in yep. a way that feels like it's speaking from something that happened yeah that that's author. the thing is that's something that always hits me about a lot of those more interpersonal scenes in these games is that they feel like they're coming from somebody that is writing about a lived experience despite the fact that they're writing this big anime story if you dig deep into what this story is saying it's very easy to understand like easy human drama <laughs> yeah exactly uh, it's it's people it's humans it's it's feeling irredeemable and feeling like you've done things nobody can forgive mm-hmm. and, and having people love you anyway yeah it's it's having gone it's it's healing from like a unbelievably horrible trauma mm-hmm. um and how do you come back from that how do you face that you're safe now and you're with people that love you yep how do you allow uh, yourself you to can, accept that how do you allow yourself to accept that? Because that's really hard. Yeah, it is. Um, and like that, the, the the story beats in which like, I think that those are the ones that resound the most for me are characters that like don't see themselves as worthy of the good things being offered to them. Uh, they can't let themselves have it for some reason. Uh, and I think that those are the stories that I'm, that most resonated. Uh, and I that, yeah. that felt like the most just, Oh, oh, oh stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Oh my god, it hits real hard, and it hits in a way that uh, basically I I can't think of another RPG. No, there's no other RPG I've played that gives me the kind of feelings that the Trails series has given me. And I know that like we say this shit all the time, like us basically having a Trails of Love episode, like right now, (laughs) like it's not like I don't think they were saying anything we've never said before. 
mm-hmm. it's just a fact. A matter of this fact, I've never played anything that resonates this strongly and feels this fucking human. And that's not like mm-hmm. I, that's not shade at anybody else because I certainly like big and dumb RPGs too. I like I love Xenosaga. I love Xenosaga. I love Xenoblade. Fucking uh, God, I, I we love Neptunia. Come on, like we love all that shit. But this like. Falcom is operating on a level of storytelling with this medium that nobody else is really touching. And if they yeah. are, and if they are, show those things to me. I will. I've got a couple things on. Well, we'll get, we can talk about it in game of the year. Sure. sure, sure. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think that there's, I think that that's the, that is the, I feel like it's a spectrum on multiple angles here because, like, I can have that frustration where I think Falcom's drama would hit me harder if I felt the stakes a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it does small scale human stakes. Yeah. About better than anybody. Yeah. So I think both of those can be true. Um, I, I, it's, it's, it's really good. I really like Trills. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but it also that that is the part where I'm kind of like I really need to play some other fucking RPGs for a while because this that aspect of it has just is kind of in this game in particular is wearing mm-hmm. on me because yeah. it's again the combat is the part I'm I'm enjoying full throttle I'm enjoying the side quest full throttle I'm having a slightly muted response to the the big moments yeah. which is initially why I played these games in the first place. Um. Now I'm enjoying it for all the the world building and texture and being with characters that I love, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Actually, it's cool that I got yeah. that, got that, got me in that mode. Yeah, with his wife Ellie again, he couldn't be happier. My <laughs> wife Ellie, that I love with my whole heart, she's so beautiful. <sighs> Except then, and then Chloe shows up, and I love Chloe. There's so many good purple haired girls. In there, yeah, yeah. God. Um, the y'all gonna convince me to play Trails? Too many JRPGs. The there's there's a billion Trails games. You can just play Trails FC and Trails SC, and it is yeah. It'll be one of the best mm-hmm. RPGs. You've yeah. Ever if you just play Trails in the Sky one and two, and you say like, hey, this like I gave somebody else mm-hmm. that advice earlier this week when they were like, hey, what RPGs should I play? Like, look, if you just play Trails in the Sky FC and Trails in the Sky SC, you will get enough of a fantastically told story with characters that you care a lot about and that has the mm. big emotional catharsis that you want in these kinds of games. And despite the fact that there are seven plus other games afterward, <laughs> you can still I shut just... the, you can still shut the door and walk away from that having, I think, having yeah. had a nice, fulfilling time. But there is that third one that's really good too. Third is really good. Yeah. Third is really good. And you maybe, as John it, put but... it, the best game that they are capable of making. Yeah, it's yeah. uh huh. I, I I said it's that definitely like the uh... and it's extremely how I feel. Mm. Third is like the poison pill into getting into the rest Ball, of the franchise. Deep in Crossbell, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, third, third. I, I don't see them ever. I don't see them topping this one. Yeah, I think we'll, 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 we'll talk after you finish this one. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, th- <laughs> I think Azure goes places that is really incredible. So that's true. The other thing I said at the end of Zero was like Trails always goes a little bit harder than I expect. So I have like a vision of how I think Azure might go, and I know it's going to be a little bit harder <laughs> and better than I expect. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I got a blueberry go down my throat. 
Mm-hmm. Um, even if even if nobody is going to die, uh, it can still be against or like one villain, redeemed villain, or maybe like one other character. We'll see. We'll see. I'll we'll see. It. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so I'm having I'm ha- I, I'm I'm really having a good time. I think. All right. Let let I w- I want to. Both of you have played Trails. Who wants to go first? I my, mine is pretty fast. I'm yeah, pl- I think I'm, you I'm, should go. I'm playing Trails from Zero, which is the game that comes before the one John is playing. Which means I probably <laughs> yep. should I probably should have talked first. But I've already Fine. played. I already played this game, and I played a bad translation of it uh, mm-hmm. because uh, the Crossbell games are really required knowledge once you hit the midpoint of the Trails mm-hmm. of Cold Steel series. Um, so basically I had a summer to kind of get through both, uh, zero and azure on bad PSP translations where a jazz bar was mm. called a jizz bar. Uh, the, the, and there was, happened. <laughs> there was no person, like there's no personality in the dialogue. You can't, you weren't really getting mm. a lot of like, like, like these characters and who they are as people. So I came away from zero the first time feeling really underwhelmed. And I, it was also the fact yeah. that like. Mm. But it was also the fact that, like, okay, like, I'm already so late in the series that I'm seeing these bigger things happen. So going back Mm -hmm. to a different arc and starting all over, you know, learning this new cast of characters and and kind of going through them going through the small time jobs first and working their way toward the RPG that's happening, which is, again, a thing that happens in Trails in the Sky, is that Mm -hmm. your characters start doing these small time jobs, but then they, like, the toilet flushes and they get pulled toward... The JRPG that's happening. <laughs> so you gotta wait. You gotta wait for your characters to get sucked toward the big giant JRPG that's happening because they're not prepared for it yet, and it makes sense why they're not. Um, but yeah, like I'm at that point now where oh, the big things are happening. We we just met up with the 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 I, I think like the the linchpin new character of the series uh, uh, last nice. night. Uh, I, I'm up to cha- uh, the end of chapter three, and it's like, okay, yeah, like I, I'm here now. Like these characters feel like people to me now in a way that good writing is conducive to making happen. Um, and that was really awesome. kind of That's like my nice. big problems with that is just that everything felt flat and kind of eh. But mm-hmm. that, but now it's just like, oh no, like I'm here. I love these characters a lot. I'm gonna hug them all. Like Randy, get over here, bring it in. <laughs> Tio, come here. We're buying you a million Mishy plushies. Let's go. A flat cap. You really got to have the knowledge of the Franco-Prussian war game in order to enjoy <laughs> France and Germany's dynamic in the World War One quadrilogy. <laughs> that's <laughs> unreal. Yeah, that's basically something I've probably said in my life. You could probably yeah. go back at, at any that's point in my life and find that experience. Yeah, that's the trails experience. Um, so yeah, the localization, a good localization actually helps a lot. It turns oh, yeah, out with an RPG yeah. with this much reading. Yeah, yeah, like the, the the localization that I played wasn't it really a localization the first time. It was just yo, this is like machine translated, and we went yeah. back and punched it up one by using one pass. Uh, and even then, some stuff wasn't translated. So, Oof. Uh, yeah, like like all of the notebook stuff wasn't translated in the version that I played. So mm-hmm. it was like, oh, cool, I've got to figure this out myself. Good. Um, but yeah, like I oh hey like this is good that, that good trails combat um feels really nice um enjoying the characters um I think that in this game like the side quests still haven't reached that point yet uh mm-hmm. where where like because Azure I know has banger after banger after banger for side quests mm-hmm. and I'm just not feeling that I still mm-hmm. do them because it's fucking yeah. trails and it's just like you know it's you know I I need my Grail locket 
Um, it's tricky. It's like you never know if this was going to be the one that blows your socks off. Yeah, so you just do, do them all. all. So you just do them all, and, and that's fine. So, But yeah, I'm enjoying this game a lot more this time, and just, just fully, like, cool. being back in that mindset of playing a Trails game again is just like, that's just like warm apple pie on a Christmas morning or something. Kind of comfortable, I think. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that that's that's me. That's my trails thing. It's real simple. <sighs> All right, Matt. Okay. Now just oh, talk oh. about Cold Steel Four, but don't spoil that for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so so we live. Yep, we're live. Okay. Spoilers. Um, I I don't really want to know anything about like how the game affected you or like impressions <laughs> on it. Just talk about it, but without like communicating what? anything about the game. Great. <laughs> I'm kidding completely. Uh, okay, so I need, you, I need you to be a Tim Rogers review. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, that was a good one. <laughs> Fuck, I'm proud of that shit. <laughs> God damn. Oh, very good. Oh, that hit my soul. Oh. <laughs> Mm. unfortunately lost on me because i haven't read any of his reviews it's okay it's okay you don't have to it's just pretentious up its own ass garbage i that you might that may be vintage tim rogers i think modern tim rogers is just like oh i don't even know it's six hour video essays now it's, it's oh god so it's the opposite of doing like an objective game review it's being like where like, you it think had good graphics it's nine like, to ten no, it's where you think, like, if you if, if if video is long, that means it's smart and good. Is it the type that starts with like an hour of his childhood? Yeah, how it relates. Okay, that kind yeah, of. Exactly, it's that kind of bad review where it like talks about a bunch of stuff that isn't really related to the game, and then he would just say wrong things about games and just like lie, and then he'd be, say like, "Oh, I was lying to troll," and ah, oh, there's so many things that irritate me here. Okay. <sighs> All right, continue, Rhett. Okay, um, yeah, so we're talking about Trails. I've been playing at Trails as well. Oh, I, imagine that, you, like, in the Trails. Tra- basically, this ended up being the Trails-themed episode we were always yeah. going to do. But this one it, I've been working on for a while. I've yeah. been, been mentioning Trails of Cold Steel for the last year, because yeah. I started Cold Steel 1, like, before Game of the Year last year. Like, I didn't consider because I hadn't even finished it. I finished it up in January, start of the year. Immediately, boom, Cold Steel 2 in, like, February. Took a few months off Cold Steel 3, boom. And I remember specifically saying, like, I shotgunned that one so mm-hmm. hard mm-hmm. where my average hours played was, like, five and a half. And I'm like, boy, I don't even actually have enough time in the day. How, th- how did you do that? <laughs> you really made up for it on weekends. That one left me a little exhausted because I had just put 110% of free time into it. Your, you exhausted your physical body. In yeah. Trails enlightenment. Yes. So I, that one rips your soul out at the end, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, when I go into Cold Steel Four, I'm not gonna go as hard on it. And I still beat it in like a month and a half, <laughs> even though it's like the longest one. Uh-huh. So we're still going pretty hard on it. Uh, Cold Steel Four is, it's a monolith. Yeah. It's such a massive thing that I'm like, and I. I was a little hesitant on this one because I know on certain websites, people don't like this one. Oh, like yeah, for this whatever. is definitely the, the I mean, it, this is more of a fandom thing, really. The fandom does not like Cold Steel 4. And I find that interesting. 
I said to John, like, oh, at one point, like, hmm, this one's kind of boring in a way I didn't expect. And mm-hmm. then later on, I said, like, Xenoblade 3 kind of lost me a bit towards the start mm-hmm. and then got me back during the final boss fight. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Cold Steel 4 lost me a bit early on and then got me back like a third of the way through. Oh, okay. Good, good. <laughs> like significantly, significantly earlier. Mm. Yeah, I you were think... complaining and then, and then you said something like that. I was like, ah, oh, okay, so it's, it's okay. This yeah, right. it's fine. But it's like, it is a game that kind of quadruples down on a lot of that series' tendencies and indulgences yeah. for good and for bad. Mm. Like... Some of the stuff you're doing in some of the acts, like a problem I've had, I've had with the Cold Steel games, especially like two and three, is that sometimes they'll have one plot point they want to do, like or one's kind of setup, and they'll do it three times in a row. Yeah, this game does that twice, and it's just puzzling. Where like, I'm trying to talk very, very non-spoilery. No, you're doing great. There's one part early on, Act One is like we need to find the seven magic spots. And I'm like, oh boy, this ain't great. And then, so your team is has these three to do. So you don't actually do all seven because that would take that fucking would forever. be real shitty and boring. Yeah. but So you, you control the characters that are doing a specific three, and that's a good reason for the team to split up and you, so you don't have a million playable characters is that mm-hmm. the others are being handled off screen. The problem is, is that in each of those, then you c- confront a villain and you fight them to half health and then it looks like your team is about to lose. And then someone standing on a cliff jumps in to save you. <laughs> and they do that three times in a row. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, no. And they, then already act- do, they already do that so much. Oh, they, yeah. Again, yeah. It's just the th- way they do things in this franchise. And they just don't ever see any need to change. Yeah. It is the D it is the DNA of this series. It's like, this is like dragon quest remaining the same game for the last 30 years. Falcom <laughs> yeah. seems kind of dug in on certain, yeah. ma- certain things that, that they use to advance a story. Yeah. The, the very tropiness. Like I, there's a line of dialogue at one point where somebody says last minute miracle. And that made me think about how Kiseki in Japanese, apparently it actually does mean like a path between two points, which is how it got localized as trails. Yeah. But it also means miracle. Yeah. So I thought last minute miracle kind of feels like a other way of reading the the series title. And it's always characters jumping in to save you. But then act two also has the most insane. We're going to do the same plot point three times of I, I couldn't believe that they did this three times in a row where two female characters are being held captive under like either they're imprisoned or the military has them or they're under house arrest and you need to go rescue them. Mm-hmm. Two female characters three times in a row. Yeah. I'm just like, what? Yeah, it's, it's a little what? silly. It's so a I little figured silly. That, I figured out exactly who it was going to be the third time because I'm like, well, you already showed me kind process of process of elimination here. Yeah, it's like, well, I still don't have this character back, so it, it has to be them next time. And it was very just puzzling mm-hmm. choices like mm-hmm. this game for the first like half or maybe I don't know. It's a big fucking game. <laughs> I don't even know where the half point is. 
for a lot of it, it feels burdened by its cast size. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. That is a, a consistent problem with yeah, the Cold Steel series entirely. But this one especially is there's this just being so the culmination many of everything. Because it's not just the culmination of the four Cold Steel no. games, which are massive no. on their own. The it is four the, Cold Steel games. The four. Yeah, it's the biggest one they've done yet in yep. terms of number of games and the length of each game. And then it's also the culmination or callbacks to everything. Crossbell and Liberal. All of Crossbell and all of Liberal. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, so the cast size is just ridiculous. I feel a lot of the Cold Steel characters, like class, the original Class 7, they really kind of just stand around waiting for their moment a lot of the game. Yeah. Like, my favorite is Fee. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really do anything until ah. her big moment at the end. Yeah. Because <laughs> those are characters that had their arcs two games ago. Yeah. Yeah, And since Cold Steel 3, they've just kind of been there to be playable. And it's a little rough. Yeah, but, and, and then the boys get it worse, for sure, where like people aren't sure if Machias has a character arc in this game. I, I, didn't, know that, I didn't know that there were boys in Cold Steel besides Reen. Yeah, a lot of people uh, probably see the Cold Steel series that way. And, and justly so. Like, the way that it's written, it definitely kind of is a problem. <clears throat> In class seven, there's actually more boys than girls by one, I think. But you wouldn't know but, that. But everybody loves the girls. Certainly wouldn't know more. from Twitter. I feel like they could have maybe combined two of them into one character to make someone a little more well-rounded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the bonding events, which I probably should talk about. Oof. It's, it's rough. Yeah. Because. Reen himself never acts out of character, I think. He's always very... He does... I don't know. He, he's just stoic anime boy. Like, and he, yeah, he never he's a little really... Flat, but... He never really breaks from that. Like, he's always going to hmm. do the right thing. He's, he's always yeah. thinking of other people, putting them ahead of himself. Like, he's that headstrong, perfect anime boy. The thing is that, like, every female character in this game loses agency around him. Yeah, it's real because bad. It's not so much that it's a harem because all of these scenes are missable. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to You don't have them. to engage with the bonding events at all. But you miss so much good stuff in yeah. there as well yeah. if you don't. Because the problem with the bonding events and... Oh, yeah. So the, a thing in this one is that almost all of the bonding events for the girls have a little heart next to them now to indicate that a mechanic is saying, hey, if you get two hearts for the girl, then you can confess to her at the end of the game. So the the bonding events for the boys just feel like, okay, you you can do that one if you want. They're very tacked on. Yeah, they feel tacked on and just not... Yeah. I I did view all of them, like, Mm. after a certain point, like, maybe I missed a few at the start, and I was just like, so far, the bonding events have been good, so I'm going to watch all of them and just reload my save because they don't actually give you enough points. And yeah. you know, some of the ones with some of the characters, I was like, there's a thing that comes up like right near the end of the game that I saw coming because I'd seen a certain character's bonding event. Oh. And I was like, ah, I remember that sword. But <laughs> the bonding events with girls are weird because some of them just are super flirty yeah. fan service scenes. 
And then some of them are like major character development that you should just need to see anyways. Yeah. Like the ones I, I probably shouldn't say character names, but some of them are just like, and it's weird because it's like you should see these, but you definitely shouldn't want to actually date that girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's the there's one character thing. in particular where it's just yeah. like this did not. That's the sister. I know this one. You well, the sister, the sister might not actually be the worst possible the choice. The sister which is, is saying not. A lot. Yeah, it's not the worst. Yeah, that character is not the worst. <laughs> That's not the one where, like, I saw that there was a a, a, roman- a final romantic arc with this character, and I just literally said, what are you doing? Mm. This does not know. And then even then, like, Reen plays it off as cool as he can. Like, he never really commits to... He never commits listen. to it, but he does it really hard, shut it down, and it's like, oh, well, yeah. hey, you know, I'll wait for you. Wink, wink. Oh. Uh, yeah, a number of the girls are younger than Reen by, yeah. like... Couple of years, yeah. At least. It's, it's really fucking weird. And then there's one character is like I, I consider her one of the best characters in mm-hmm. in the Cold Steel series, and I feel that like her entire arc is really interesting and cool when you look at in, what she's had to go through in Cold Steel Three for sure. In and, and and then this game, and then her final bonding events are just like oh we we aren't talking about any of that and it's just about oh i my pussy's wet for you like, oh okay you know you okay hers in particular both of them are just like super flirty like we went fishing or we played vol or tennis and then some of them are like visiting a grave or like learning the parent learning how her parents died yeah! it's just like oh okay like super hot moments for sure like I think the fee second one just feels like this just should have been a major cutscene in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's such an important event and it's just weird. Like, I think as far as romance goes, the Laura ones are really cute. I think Emma's are pretty good. And I did not see Elisa's. <laughs> I was just, I didn't see Sarah's either. <clears throat> I went for. <laughs> I'm awful. Oh, man. I saw your achievement I, list. Don't you worry. I saw. I, I saw that. Yeah, I saw the Elise achievement. Yeah. I oh no. Okay. So okay for the final choice, I specifically per- picked the worst two options first <laughs> before going with the real choice. <laughs> but okay. 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 The game. Okay, so the game got me good because there's a line of dialogue that I misinterpreted horribly. Mm-hmm. Basically, towards the end, um, if you do like one last event with each girl, either they will ask Reen on a date or you can ask them on a date, depending on, you know, the relationship. Um, so I had made a date with two different girls and then like three others asked Reen on a date. So he's got now you get a li- literal list. Who who do you choose? And then you save right before that point, obviously. Yeah. So I picked the worst possible option first. <laughs> and Reen says something like, but first I need to go turn somebody down. Oh. Sigh, I, sigh, I really am the worst. And I think, oh, yes, that makes sense. Given who I just picked, he's going to go shut her the fuck down. Yeah. And then he doesn't. No. Nope. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, Reen, you, you really weren't that uh, dismissive there. I'm sorry, buddy. You kind of messed that one up. 
Well, I mean, that's Reen's interactions with women throughout this whole series, really. Yeah. Like, and, and then you I suck re- at this. And then I then I reloaded and picked the sister. Oh. And Reen goes, and now I've got to go shut somebody down. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yes, that makes sense. And then he doesn't. He doesn't. With the, he hugs the sister very tightly. And I'm like, my man, what are you doing here? So I reload the save again. And I picked the girl I actually want, who was Fee, of course. Mm-hmm. And he says the same line again. And I've like, got to go oh. turn somebody down. And I'm like, wait, wait. I go, oh, he's referring to the girl you last you picked last, for yeah. make a date with, yeah. which wasn't any of those three. Yeah. So because they didn't just like put the name in there, I misinterpreted who it was talking to <laughs> about. Because then I get that line of dialogue and then he's like, Fee, I love you. And I'm like, wait. Buddy, this is this is the worst shutting down yet. <laughs> oh my god, that's a very good. That's was, a very I was good misunderstanding. So confused. Okay, so Extremely I think twice. that's a lot of the negatives out yeah, of the way. The, the, the harem yeah. slash bonding shit in Cold Steel Four is just misery. Like I knew that it was a I knew that it was a big downside of Cold Steel mm-hmm. Four for me when I played that game. When I was like watching you do it through screenshots, it just like like oh my god, yeah, I remember sitting through a lot of that shit, just thumbing through it as fast as I could because I gave no fucks. I had a choice. I made my choice. I liked that event, and I was like, all right, that's that's my pick. I made my I made the right choice, and it felt nice. I think you made a good choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just think it's frustrating when some of those scenes are legitimately really good and didn't and they're need not to just, have romantic options yeah, as a mandatory all. element. Yeah, it's again, this is like this is Falcom looking at the Persona games and saying, yeah. what did they do? And they only looked at like Persona 3 or 4, I guess. And they're just like, okay, you can I date knew, yeah, you can date all like of the girls with no consequences whatsoever. Um, and they just leaned into that as, because like, hey, mm-hmm. that's what you got to do to to be a because, po- you know, Falcom at this mm-hmm. point was starting to gain traction. And it's like, OK, well, yeah. we need to maintain that traction. So let's do the thing the popular game is doing. I really yeah. think that like like as much as Falcom fans will get pissed off at me for saying something like that and you know, daring to make that comparison. Literally, a lot of the stuff in Cold Steel feels like decisions made because, like, I mean, Cold Steel like, One especially yeah. is the school setting it and the bonding events. Oh, it's we're the kind of setting, a now. the bonding events, the calendar. Like, it all is just literally yeah. like, look, I I love Falcom to bits, but even I can say, look, look, they knew they I'm were getting popular, and they're definitely trying to maintain that with some popular tropes yeah. from, and why not copy from the most popular game? Yeah. Yep. A thing I saw mentioned is that the Crossbell games actually do being a harem better because because all that happens in the main storyline, like everybody's kind of flirty with Lloyd. Yeah. Yes. It's because, very good. Yeah. It's because the bonding events happen in these isolated things that you may or may not see. Yeah. It never bleeds into the main storyline. So these characters just start acting wildly out of character. And that's what happens in Persona. That is exactly uh, like it's all compartmentalized. It's, it's all yeah. yeah. every game that does this shit. It's all compartmentalized. Wants to the dating the dating mm-hmm. sim stuff into their big epic RPG. Yeah. The only way they can know how to do it is with these isolated one-offs, which yeah. just doesn't, that's not how you yeah. write romance. I, it doesn't I work. Just, yeah. well, it's not, it, it's, it's the reason that the romance worked in Trails in the Sky 
it's because it was intrinsically what made that story whole and those characters were written like that. Yeah. I didn't have to go try to date somebody. <laughs> um, and then like yeah, when you that course, one in particular. Yeah, I'm just really hoping they leave this shit behind after Cold Steel because it was such a miserable part of the Cold Steel 4 experience yeah. for me. But also, will I be able to import my save into the next game? Who knows? The thing about... And in Cold Steel 4, the choice happens so late in the game yeah. that there were like three other times total where I would talk to Fee and the like there would be a little extra obvious dialogue added on like wink wink yeah nudge nudge but we and then followed up by but we have to keep acting professional so don't bring it up again buddy yeah <laughs> like it's, it's so it's, weird it, yeah definitely don't talk about the fact that i want to suck your wee wee during the mission so those are the negatives yeah mm-hmm. so the game has pretty low lows i don't want to Maybe the lowest lows of Trails because Trails in general is so stellar. I think. Yeah. 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 Most of the time, and this absolutely. is such a. These are such big games. Like it makes yeah. sense. And this is the biggest one. <laughs> like my Steam play time. This is obviously not all play time. Is uh, one hundred thirty six point six hours. Mm. Like that's over twice as long as Cold Steel Two. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. And Cold Again, Steel Two is a big boy. No, Cold Steel Two is the shortest one. I think it's. I remember that game four, being a, three, one, two. I think that one. How long? How long to beat says Cold Steel Two is the shortest. That's no, wild because I remember that game. I remember. I remember that. I remember two feeling just so fucking long. Hmm. Whatever. Again, I think. I'm just saying, like shotgunning them. I definitely felt two was the shortest in terms of mm. how long it took me just playing every day, and then my actual Steam play time. Mm. Because that game just has a momentum that I don't think any of the others do. I think Cold Steel 2 just fucking hits the game ground sprinting. Mm -hmm. Um, So Cold Steel 4, though, it has the low lows. And oh, God, the fucking repeated. There's a hot spring you can keep going back to. (laughs) And there's always these dumb events in there. And one of them is specifically like bring these six underage characters with you. Yeah, and I'm like, come on. It's real bad. <laughs> like all of them. Every single one At is like under 18. At the same time, man, like somebody is just having a lot of fun putting these events into the game. And that was the one time I didn't need to go back and change my party lineup. Because <laughs> those were the characters I was using anyways. <laughs> But then you just have this painfully awkward scene with Reen sitting in a hot spring with all these girls. <laughs> and one of them says, take your pick. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Actually, that, okay. The take your pick line was a different scene with different girls. I forgot. I misinterpreted. I forgot. It was like the older half of the cast. But also <laughs> still, what the fuck? Oh, um, it's so fucked up. Okay. Cold stick. Appealing to us or to a demographic that anime tries to appeal to. Yeah, like again, again, like it's it's just oh, Falcom. Yeah, it's definitely doing... where I go. The DM to Polly goes, "Wow, this is extremely gross." And the DM to John goes, "This is extremely choice." <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's maybe a little inappropriate. Uh-huh. Take your pick. So the man. game has some low lows, as I've said like three times now. <laughs> 
It also probably has some of the highest highs. Oh, the highs are real good. The highs are so good. Like the end of each act, <laughs> like the act one ending is I'm really meaning the fragments chapter, which yeah, is just yeah. insane. Oh, God, and then the act, so good. They do a thing that they haven't done. They've had this trump card that they can play. They haven't done it in nine games and they finally do it. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. they wait for the perfect moment, hundreds of Holy hours shit. to do a thing, and they do it. That's restraint. That's restraint. That's some blue balling. Like that is like you finally release, and it's just like yeah, your nuts yeah. are sore the next day. So the trail series has been released in a really weird order in America. Yeah, where it's gone like. First chapter, five-year gap. Second chapter, one-month gap, Cold Steel. And then Cold Steel, two, three, four, and now Zero. I remember talking through that with Cecile because I was convinced that Cold Steel came out before SC over here, and then it came out one month after. One month after. It would have been even funnier if it actually did make it out first. Yeah. But technically, it did not. Um... But it's been very difficult to play these games in the proper release order. You still can't if you're waiting on the official versions because yeah. Azure is not out till next year. Yeah, Azure is out. Azure only March. came out like a month ago. Polly's playing it now. Yeah. And the lo- the GeoFront version of Azure came out last year, and it was my game of the year. Mm-hmm. So by holding back, me and John are in a position to actually play all of them with in good order. translations in order. Yeah. Fantastic. And like, there's been arguments because of Zero coming out, like, oh, should you play Sky first or can can you start with this one? And in a way, at the start of that, I was on the uh, you can start with Zero team. Because it's like, listen, if you just want to play it, just fucking play it. You'll miss some stuff, but like, it's fine. This game got me back on fucking plays Trails in the Sky first. Yeah. (laughs) Enough. There's enough pulling back, like pulling back and bringing in the greatest hits. Uh. Yeah. In, in Cold Steel 4 to, that makes that shit hit so mm-hmm. good. There's just there's parts in this one where it's not just a game. It's not just the fourth game in a saga. It's the ninth game in a saga. And they make you feel it. Like they, they lean I, on everything to make that feel as big of a moment as it needs to. The just King I've Hearts never of its series. <laughs> Fucking absolutely incomparable. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's sad that that probably actually, as far as games go, is the most comparable. Because to me, it's like, oh, nothing has ever been done like this. No. Where the level of depth and characters in these stories, the fact that this game keeps calling back in small ways to first chapter. Yeah. Is insane. But there's one specific moment where you feel... I felt the weight of all nine games at once just hitting me. I was just like, I I can't describe it. Like yeah. I've just, it's again, it's something games do not do. It is something long novel series do. And I don't read novels, so I can only imagine, but it's like, you know, Lord of the Rings trilogy or something like that level of commitment right, know, to world building. And I think, I think I know the, I think I know the one other series that would probably actually Hits is it metal, metal Gear. I think it's Rants. Fuck <laughs> off. I think no. I mean, I think maybe. you're probably right, but Jesus. Yeah. 
because <laughs> they keep pulling back characters every single game. That's a complete. They they are very committed to their continuity, and they did. Uh. They did ten in twenty eighteen, building on three decades of continuity, and then Insane. it was a climactic end. All right, sorry. Continue. I mean, that's also. I'll take that over Kingdom Hearts. Oh yeah, King, there's no, there's no way Kingdom Hearts is comparable. But yeah, like this game made me so overwhelmingly appreciate playing them all in order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's just so fucking much. Yeah, <laughs> I do think it gets a little overwhelming with how much lo- it loves its characters. Yeah, it, it absolutely <laughs> does. There was, yeah. a, there was a point where a screen popped up with character portraits and I just sat there laughing for about 10 minutes because like, okay. <laughs> the final like select your party screen oh is hilarious. It's so much more than like you think trails. Uh, third has a lot of characters. <laughs> I don't I, know what the actual number in that game it is, but I know what the actual number in this is. Yeah. And it's, it's re- fucking staggering. I sat there fucking laughing. <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> I think trails. I think third is sixteen, <laughs> and it feels like infinity. Oh man, characters. It's more than double that. Yeah, it's double <laughs> infinity. Oh yeah, I would have figured that. It's I love trails. It's I love trails so much. Fifty percent through. Seventy percent through. Oh. We'll get there. Also, we'll get there. also, there's some lore stuff at the end of this one. You start to go, okay, they definitely have this all planned out. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So cool. I feel like they've had this all planned out since at least third. Like third is such an important game. I feel in the like third is where they kind of decided the rest of the shape that this story yeah. is going to take and where the big beats are happening in the mm-hmm. world. Yeah. Specifically, so much of Cold Steel was started in third oh and yeah. then and then the crossbell games were very even more directly like okay we're setting up stuff that is going to be constantly referenced yeah. in cold steel yeah this one oh my god and then i like things that go big this one goes go again it goes so much bigger than i expected it to <laughs> <laughs> it's so much bigger than you expected game nine arc climax trails of cold steel to go trails of cold steel four to go Yes, it, it sounds crazy, but yes. I also, I also finished it yesterday and then just got super bummed the rest of the day that yeah, it was over. It's a gun. Like, what do I do now? Literally in distress, like binging new content to try and fill that void. But ain't nothing filling that trails void. Nothing. Like when I finished this year, I tweeted like I've got post trails bliss. Yeah. And then this time it is, oh, this is full on. Like, this is the depression. True sadness, depression. Like, oh, yeah. I just, it's so weird because not the game's fault. Obviously, the game was great, but then I just feel so fucking overwhelmingly sad that it's over. Yeah. It sucks. Like, what it's do you so do? Weird. What, where do you go? I remember finishing this game and like, that was kind of the end of my year. Oh, God. <laughs> Like, like, I like that. Like, uh, Cold Steel 4 came out in like October. I finished it like November 23rd or something. And yep, I, that's that was the that was the rest of my year. I didn't play nothing else. Oh, god. <gasps> uh, also, hits hard. Trails hits fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Also, one insane thing is <laughs> doing a nine game saga 
and then having an optional true ending at the end of this one. Yeah, but they make it work. I think that's kind of fucked. It's fucked. And everybody I've seen stream it ended up getting the normal ending and having to go back and do the thing to get the true ending. But again, to me, it made sense and it felt fine. They definitely give you a heads up on like, hey, you want to do all the side quests on this last chapter. But like, you'd have to redo like the whole final dungeon. (laughs) You'd you'd be going back like 10 hours or something, maybe something like that. It felt a little like crazy. And then I forgot when I was get when I was getting the normal ending, I just forgot about the whole true ending thing. And I and I was just like, oh man, huh? And then I oh right. It, like it gives you a pop-up. Like, hey. You get a like this game is very like look, there's something here you might really want to do. Yeah. But also if he just told me, which yeah. was nice. Yeah. Do not do not proceed until you have X. Yeah. Yeah. And then Okay, one last thing. There's a bunch of final bosses. Uh, I'll talk about the actual hard final boss. Mm-hmm. I had the moment that the story keeps doing actually happen to me in gameplay, <laughs> and that was extremely funny. So, in the Cold Steel games, there's front row and back row characters, and you can just swap to the back row characters anytime. Yep. I don't usually bother actually using them, though. Rarely. They're not very well equipped. And there's a mechanic, though, if your f- team fully wipes, the back row characters in. will jump in. Yeah. And I'm never prepared for it because <laughs> Cold Steel 3 and 4 especially are really easy, even though I still play on hard. Yeah, yeah. So it may have happened once and I was just like, no, 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 we're just running away from this fight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, fighting the final boss. It's very, very hard. Mm. I was like shocked at how hard of a time I was having. Whole team is dead except Reen. I can't keep up healing because mm. the boss is like strength buffed, the yeah, everything buffed, speed buffed, keeps hitting me as fast as I can heal. That's all I can do. Every once in a while, Reen will get a counter in, but one of the bosses' attacks is also doing HP steal. Yeah, so it's just <laughs> it's just a total deadlock. I am just like, oh man, I lose this one. Reen goes down. I think 100% game over. And then that back row of characters jumps in. <laughs> and I'm just like, huh. Is there a chance? Is this it? Be a chance. I revive Reen. Final boss has like 10% HP left. Mm. I do like group combo attack. And it's just enough. And like, I got the guard break at the right time oh, as well. Wow. Just enough to push so them back. Good. That's so good. And I won on the first try. It was just like the last minute miracle. The characters standing on the cliff jumped in to save my ass at the last <laughs> possible second. It happened in the so actual good. gameplay. That's so good. It was so funny. That's a good game. Good. That's a great series. Good Holy ass video shit, game. Man. It's such a good series. We literally spend two hours yeah. talking about it. I, I will say Cold Steel 4 has some plot points that I just for the first time, just kind of straight up don't like. Yeah. Like, I think the shifting of responsibility is a bit ridiculous at times. Yeah. And some of that started in uh, Cold Steel 3. Mm. And I think they kind of recover a bit here. There's just some plot threads that I'm just like, oh, that's not how I thought things were going to go. Yeah. Mm. 
it's it's crazy thinking about how long they had to be setting this stuff up though because since you know cold steel won it at least yeah like the very very fine minutia of how all this works mm-hmm. like i think cold steel or trails third definitely set up the broad strokes yeah but like the very fine details had to be set up three games ago with to make all of this work like you can't just buy the seat of your pants something like this definitely not like the way they reference the final boss arena from cold steel one oh, that's such a deep cut guys yeah what the hell that's real fucking good storytelling that was wild I'm excited for cool. whatever the next game is. I'm not looking up anything. Yeah, <laughs> I know nothing about Reverie. I, I uh, mean, the last the last Trails epilogue game was third. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not, ex- not... expectations are pretty high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I that's the, that's the one weird thing about the ending of this one is like the story doesn't end. Where do you actually cut it? You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because it's like some stories just have a very definitive, like, this is where the story should end. And this one doesn't because all these characters are just going to keep living their lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think cool. given the scope of this one, given the insane cast size, I think epilogue game feels deserved. Yep, it, it, it definitely yeah, um, like I don't even know that I've seen opinions on uh, Reverie. Like I'm just, I'm just completely mm-hmm. blind to it at this point. So it's just like yeah. whatever they're gonna be doing with with Trails into Reverie, I'm just kind of here for, I guess. So. I did see oh. a screenshot, and it's just Reen and you know some of the other Class Seven members. And I was just like, oh, yep, <laughs> back at it, back at it, <laughs> back at it again in Krispy Kreme. That was a Vine joke, so I probably went over y'all's heads. Oh, no, it was hilarious. I'm laughing. I, I was laughing. Okay. Like, it, it was that Discord thing where if you're too loud, it cuts out. That's what was happening. Uh. I, was, <laughs> I was just laughing so hard that it cut out. That's all. That's all. I know. I got it. Oh, crispy cr- crispy cream, re- man. Oh, my God. Oh, reading good. Class 7 sucked into, sucked into a weird past computer and made to confront all their, all their demons. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love trails, y'all. I had yeah. a moment where I was like getting really frustrated about the character death thing, and I was like, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. Cold Steel is so long. I don't know. Do I need I, to do I, this? They can extend it. I don't know. And then it's I was tricky because, like, like, at some point after playing a zero, I was like, this is the pl- place there. I think John will stop because it ends on such a high. And then Cold mm-hmm. Steel one is so fucking slow. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and I yeah. after having played all four of them now, it's like. It's a big ask of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't feel it was a waste of time, which thank fucking God, the people that came away from this one, like oh, Cold Steel was a mistake. Like, Good I'm so God. sorry, buddy. Really? Like, are you willing to just say that like you got nothing out of this 400 hour opus? Like you got nothing out of it? Like yeah. at all? No, you just want to be main character on the internet and say wild and over the top <sighs> things. That's all you want to do. I get it. This one definitely right. leans into Trails cheesiness. Like, there's, yeah. it's so cheesy. Oh, God, it's yeah. so cheesy. Yeah. I, um, and, and you know what? Like, I, I had a moment, and then I got to a moment in Azure, and I was like, no, I'm playing all of these games until I die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, 
if if it doesn't if it if it's not completely my thing, like I can play Cold Steel one and Cold Steel two, and then just be like, all right, I'm taking another two mm-hmm. five year break. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, the one thing to not I'll do is play around. Cold Steel one and then stop. No, <laughs> yeah, um, that would be a bad idea. It's Cold Steel one and Cold Steel two. It sounds like that would be like all right. This yeah, is a, this is a place to put it to rest for a little while, yeah. and then yeah. if I want to come back. I can, and then. They even drop on a pretty good story beat with Cold Steel 2. They drop you off at a point where it feels like it makes sense that you could come back to this after a couple of years. Yeah, definitely. That's kind of what I figured. Cool. Trails is good. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a a Discord with folks that are like, this can't be good. It's it's not. It's 10 games. They're like 100 hours long. There's no way this is worth it. And I was just like, I was like trying to argue from like, I played four mm-hmm. and a half of them. They, if they just keep, they just, it's good writing, y'all. Good writing. You can just keep making books and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. If the writing stays mm-hmm. good and you just keep making more good books. The like, view of Cold Steel that I have from- entries or whatever. The view of Cold Steel that I had from the outside was that it was going to be slow and like the 3D engine was going to slow things down. That's why they were 100 hours long. And now having played them, it's it's just like, no, it's because they're just super dense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. It's like it never. I mean, there are there are definitely slow times like start of one and start (laughs) of four, really. Mm -hmm. But, you know. There's just so much stuff. There's it's just, like it's never actually moving at a slower pace than the other games do. It's that they're just actually twice as long. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. oh hey, like we are in this, like we are in this series of cutscenes that I can walk around in, but I'm going to be in this area at this with at, at you know in the at this same party for about two and a half hours because there's a lot we need to cover here. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a few points with like. Every major character that you need to talk to has a little like main icon. Yeah, and you gotta them. talk to them all. And then after you do then, that, they'll all switch places, and you have to talk to them all again. Yeah, I remember. I remember Rhett, you DMing me like because I joked about how I love the part in Trails where a character talks from off screen, pauses, and then waltz when a character from a previous game walks on screen and then pauses for the audience to applaud. Yeah. And you said that like the first 20 hours of Cold Steel 4 was like basically that. That's literally it. And like, oh, the, yeah. The patented, reintroducing everybody. The patented Falcom pan up with the nameplate appearing. You got yeah, that it's, too. It's, they, they appear standing on a cliff. Then they, they pan up, they jump down. Yeah. And then they save you from the, the unkillable boss. Who is someone you beat in the previous game, yes, which is yes. the roughest part. <laughs> God, I love these fucking games. They're silly love as shit. These fucking video games. Uh, it's it's fine. Yeah. It's like I think we can we can complain all day about like little things. These yeah. are hundred out these are extremely long games. Of course they have stuff to complain about. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like complaints out of passion love. for the series. Yeah. Yeah. It's, if you just straight hate, up hate something, you can't talk about it this enthusiastically nah, for two nah. hours. Like, and I wouldn't yeah. want to listen to that. I wouldn't want to listen to anybody talk about something they hate for fucking two hours. No fucking way in hell. I like can actually. <laughs> I can hate play one RPG. I can hate play two RPGs in a series. <laughs> I can't. I can't hate play nine RPGs in a series, <gasps> or four, even four and a half. Oh god. 
I'm just remembering those my anime list reviews that are like, I hated this from episode one, uh, and two it's minutes a, in. And it's like, I'm a, like, well, why did you watch the whole thing? Why did you watch 114 episodes of it? <laughs> oh, God. Y'all, I, I have played five Kingdom Hearts games. Whoa. You liked them at the start yeah. to a point. I did. Yes, I did. I really liked the first two games. So I, I would I say, like, if you if you start hating Trails, if you play Cold Steel 2 and you hate it, fucking dip because it doesn't change. Yeah. yeah. OK, that's good to know. <laughs> cool i think i love talking about trails with y'all i know <laughs> like again, five years yeah Great. yeah this feels like a good like a good thing that maybe needed to happen and all it took mm. for this to happen was oh we were just all playing a trails game coincidentally yeah. at the same time so that's that's what you i'm sorry if that's not what you're here for <laughs> um get yeah. used to that because it's probably going to be a lot of this show probably going mm -hmm. forward where we're just going to kind of talk about whatever the fuck we want with regard yeah, with little regard for what the audience wants to hear. Has <laughs> that not been kind of what it has been before? Maybe, but I think we're going to be a lot more nonchalant about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the goal here. Um, but, um, so, uh, did, did, did red, did you want to talk about anything else? I know we did. Uh, we, I, I'm so brain poison trails yeah. nothing else in just, brain right do we now just, we did, do we just kind of like want to call that and say like hey this was the yeah, trails episode, the trails episode. Fuck yeah all right I, don't, like, I mean if you want to talk about any anime i'm down but uh you know i'm, I'm cool calling it here this feels like a good capper we'll, we'll hit it next okay. time we don't need to sit here and go over everything if there's a vibe we just go with the fucking vibe so yeah there you go. Vibe, Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for listening to the Falcom slash <laughs> Trails of Love Fest that has been the last two hours. It's been uh, brought to you by Moon Pie. Brought to you by Moon Pies. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll get that sponsorship deal one day. I'm sure of it. Because I think this is probably like one of the one of the places on the internet where you can actually get people just like talking about these games into like passionately and with love and then also like oh and these are parts that i didn't like and then have it mm. not be like a big deal <laughs> and also i can like you know we we can healthily we can, we can to our takes we can but. make healthy recommendations on this series and say hey yeah. play trails in the sky one and two if that if you're fine with that nobody here thinks any less of you mm-hmm like you do what you want to do. If you don't like it, that's fine too. Because I have a couple people that bounced after. Yeah, bounced two thirds into FC. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. I get it. It's fine. Yeah, we're not gonna. I, we're we're gonna, we're not the fan base that's gonna bite your head off for for disagreeing yeah. with us. Um, I I saw a few opinions on uh, second chapter mm -hmm. where people were like, I didn't like it. It felt like it lost the momentum that the previous game ended with, and. The bosses keep introducing themselves and then you don't actually defeat them and they run away. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about this in like a should I play Cold Steel 4 thread? <laughs> and everyone is like, this game is exactly the same. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Look, this series has a rhythm, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say I did play Xenosaga episode one and was like, I basically like that as much as like FC or Zero. Yeah. I can I'm see really that. I'm excited for F2 and F3. It, even, <laughs> even, even though. Xenosaga does a lot of does everything that it's doing. I think vastly different uh, yeah. than Trails, and it has a vastly mm -hmm. different tone, a vastly different worldview, and it presents itself much differently. I do think that I connect with Trails in a lot of the same ways that that, that meant a lot to me with the Xenosaga series uh, back. I, I think it's just like 
playing an RPG and it has writing. And yeah. It just has writing that works. And mm-hmm. like, that is so, it's kind of rare. It's kind of rare when things are just working on that angle. Um, so I play one thing uh, that has good writing and I'm like, oh, it's like Trails. And then it's, like I trails. Play, it's like, if I play something that has bad writing, like, oh, it's like Tales of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, played a tra- hey, I played a Tales of game recently. I can say, hey, yeah, John's not wrong. <laughs> I played Tales of Vesperia is so funny because it's so similar to Trails in so many ways. <laughs> the way it loves its cast, the 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 slow pace, the even the art style for between Vesperia and Cold Steel. And then the like the only difference is the only big difference is that the writing just isn't there. They just don't have the writing. So it's it, that that felt very stark for me. It was like, oh yeah, this is why Trails is so special. Yeah. It's great. Cool. <sighs> Any cool. final thoughts on Trails, I guess, before we wrap things <laughs> up then? There will never be final thoughts on that, Trails. I, yeah, like look, <laughs> we might have we might have just vomited the entirety of this series all over this this podcast. Uh, it's but we weird will... being caught up because I started this journey like three years ago. Three years ago, yeah. Again, though, like I know people that do this journey in a year. Oh, All of it. Heaven. The whole thing. Uh, I did Trails Sky Trilogy one year, then Zero, then Azure, yep. then Cold Steel Quadrilogy. Where do you have time to fit in catching up on rants? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I've Listen, buddy, I already mostly caught up on yakuza that's true you did that too no i was thinking about the people that play cult trails in one year uh, it's like where, where's the t- you're missing time for all these other beautiful beautiful stories <laughs> yeah that's the thing i guess we will never be done talking about falcom we will never be done talking much about like trails yeah much like trails is endless is- and full of weird indulgences our podcast is also endless and full of trails love <laughs> What the fuck is Falcom going to do when they actually finish Trails? Oh my god. Ooh, Legend no, of Heroes? Man. Legend of Heroes 12. There you go. Let's call it whatever the next number would be. Seven. Yeah. The well, seven I, think, I, I think they... I think... I want to say I, somewhere I they actually call Cold Steel like Legend of Heroes 8. Eight, yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. So, All right. Reboot. Dang. Do the originals Just, as... Trails games. Do it all over again. <laughs> there you go. Finally, Prophecy of the Moonlight Witch, the one that got Kondo high. Finally! Like, like you see the wizard, but it's like a hundred hour RPG now. <laughs> but still somehow 256 screens. Trails Trails is already just remakes of Ease over and over and over. There it's you just go. Ease, but with, it's just classic. Trails SE, that's Ease too. Yeah. Tells it, it's ease to, but with a million words, so that yeah. you love everybody. <laughs> it's great. That's why I love. That is why I love Trails so much. Is that it's just a bunch of Falcom games, but also there's a whole good visual novel inside them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, John Thayer, tell All the right. internet folks at home where they can find you. Um, f- uh, far faraway I made. <laughs> so I think on the last podcast I announced that I released um licorice rec- did i i yeah. think i might have released i licorice think you rec- did okay just barely so i made licorice recoil and then i also made my first game in love 2d mm-hmm. and it's widely beloved john everywhere. thyer's balls so, 
John Thayer's Beach Balls. The current record is five minutes and six seconds. Oh, Winter Mix um, still has have... uh, the world record. Oh, yeah. That's a oh, pretty no, crazy world nobody, record. Nobody touched this one after last weekend. Probably. Oh, no. Not, not, not in a bad way. I was... I was really jazzed to see people keep playing this for like three days. Yeah, that was me Multiple watching people, people... For like a couple hours for like a couple hours. And I'm like, this is so much. That was me watching people play ASDF for more than like mm-hmm. a minute. Because I figured, oh, I figured most people would just play that game for like a minute and a half. And like, OK, I get it. But, oh, no, people are actually doing like really hard score runs on this damn thing. God, it was really fucking fun to it was really fun to watch actually. So that multiple people beat my score, which is like yes, that's nice. A, that's what you, what you want. That's what you want. Playing a score attack game. Yeah, and and I'm having so much fucking fun with Love 2D. Nice, oh my God. nice. All right, I'm done. Ret. Uh, Ret. Itch.io. I got some poly games up there. Yeah, you do. Yes. I, I I was like, I'm gonna put something up new new ever up there. Going to remaster something every weekend, and then I didn't. Oh, oops. So maybe, maybe I'll put Project N3, all the older ones, on there. there I guess go. none of them are on there. Jeez. No, they're not. I was, I, I was actually shocked because I was going to go back and do a stream of Ret games, uh, and I was like, oh wait, those aren't there. Oh, weird. I thought you moved all that shit over already. No, there. I only moved the stuff with not, you know, stolen music. Got yeah. Because uh, I thought it's Dio my might care. care, and then nah. John informed me they very much do not. They I was like, oh, okay. oh shit! Like, I, I think that itch.io has a lot of new grounds energy. So it's very nice. New grounds got so big that they had it. to start start caring at some point, and yeah. it sucked. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. but there's so much more on itch. It feels like now where yeah. it's just like, listen, you're getting like ten views instead yeah. of like new ground stuff getting like twenty thousand on, on front page. Yeah. yeah, you'll be fine. It's a, um. Itch, itch was like called out in court by Apple as like a hive of scum and villainy, and they have not changed their yeah. changed their ways in the years since. So I, I was thankful for that because that was a very tenuous time, and I was kind it of was worried. I was worried about how they were gonna react when uh, when push came to shove, and the major corporation was starting to like you know call them a den of evil, yeah. for daring allow a titty in a video game. So. Ugh. All right, cool. and you can find me at twitch.tv slash polyhead where I do podcasts and, and VTubery things. Uh, might do a stream this week, might not. I don't know. I'm not popular. I'm not doing this for money. I do this for my own amusement. Like if I stream, I stream. Just watch the, watch the old Twitter. That's where you'll find it. You uh, mean you don't stream a game because you're forced to to get viewers? No, I don't. I actually turned down a collaboration today that somebody wanted oh, me to be a part oh. of. That was for a game that I would have to buy that I would only ever play once. No, thank Minecraft. you. Minecraft. No, it was uh, what? It's some dumb four-player thing people are playing right now, this very second that they will never play after they do their one collaboration. I don't even fucking remember. Uh, yeah, I'm not cynical. Dead by daylight. <laughs> I've been asked oh, to play that too. Oh God! Oh jeez! Oh, uh, oh, uh. okay. Anyway, Sorry, I, have an, I, have an, I have an I have an X aversion to Dead by Daylight. It's I get that. I understand. I understand. No, thank you. I got you. But anyway, that we are going to get on out of here. Remember, the next time we are together, we will be talking game of the year. And November 1st, uh, you will be able to start contributing your lists. So watch for that announcement on the website. Uh, but until we speak once more, remember, we are the podcast that loves you. We are the only ones.
that love you.